Hey, 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 welcome everybody, boys and girls, welcome to episode 85 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavision's magazine. Today is, yeah, June 18th, 2021. I just had to double check the date on my computer, so yeah, it's June 18th, 2021. I'm your host, Graham Cookson, and joining me this week, if he had a dollar for every time I've called him baby, he'd have one dollar. It's Scotty Moe, baby. And... Join me as well. Uh, most people know him as Chris Powell, which is why I'm going to introduce him as Chris Powell. It's Chris Powell. Hey, 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 everybody. We are back once again. We are back live on Twitch once again. So keep us company and far off any questions you have in the chat and we'll get to them as we go through the show. And this is a special show because a little event's been going on in America somewhere you know, E3. So we'll be throwing all the usual movie, Sega, and general gaming banter out of the window and focusing on E3, what just doggone happened this week. So strapping for the ride, there's this week's Megavision Show. Yes, we are back. We are back. And as always, we're going to start with how our week's been going. So, Chris, what have you been up to this week? I have to say, this E3 virtually sucked. (laughs) 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 And, Scotty, what have you been up to this week? Uh, Well, Graham, as you might remember, I very much enjoy Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. And I discussed it both you and Marson because I explained that I would dip it in my Frosty. Right. Yes. Yes. Because I'm an American and I do what I want. Well, I have an update for you, sir. Um, Pringles must have heard my call because they fucking released spicy chicken chips. What? How about that? Disgusting. I haven't ate these yet, but I'm excited, so I'm gonna try them right now. Live live on the show. Fantastic. They had some R. Oh, it stinks. Um. Oh. Hmm. Okay. It burns a little bit more than the sandwich does. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't taste like it at all. Uh, it kind of tastes like the seasoning they use, but it's very strange. And what is even weirder is if you think about it, fries or potatoes, these are potato chips. They just combined an entire meal. I just need to pour soda into this tube and it'll oh. be a meal. <laughs> God. So. There you go. These Wait aren't for that the great. next version. They're going to add the soda flavoring uh, in there too. I, yeah, have, but I mean, this is the most exciting thing. Otherwise, E three. I I don't think Pringles have made any good flavors outside of normal sort of potato chips or crisps, as we call them in the UK, like normal crisp flavors. No, they have some good. Their pizza ooh. flavors pretty good. I like. I think I like those. Oh, I haven't had the pizza. If you ones. can see there, they these are potato actually crisps. potato crisps. Yes, they are. Apparently, oh, yeah. this kind of burns a little bit. Actually, like not in a oh. good way. Wait till you go to the bathroom later. Oh, All right. I remember my friend and I one time got um, a sample of these uh, um, Pringles, but they were cooked with this new oil called like Olean, and we we ate the, we ate the whole bag, and 
literally like 20 minutes later, we were both like shitting our brains out because there's some <laughs> sort of new oil that they were cooking it in and they were trying to send out free samples and it just <laughs> destroyed our stomachs. The rest of the night, we were just both so sick and just like crapping all the toilet all night long. So <laughs> That's Scotty's future. <laughs> be careful what Pringles you put in your mouth. Oh, sir, that was my college, apparently. There were rumors that we had a lot of foreign exchange students at my college and there were rumors that they put laxatives in all of the meals to help the foreign exchange students adjust to our food what yep that's about the same reaction everyone else had wow we had we had some weird rumors in basic training that they were putting this stuff called like saltpeter in our drinks to make us basically uh have like no sex drive while we were in basic training There's, there's a whole rumors that it was happening because i guess they were having issues with like Guys and girls, this is the rumors that was happening when we were there that they were having sex. So the idea was is that they would give all these guys this this drug or whatever, and then mm-hmm. you wouldn't have any sort of sexual drive while you're at basic wow. training. Okay. And that was I don't know if that was legit or not, but that was that, those were the rumors back then. Man. That sounds like a rumor for maybe summer camp, not for adult. <laughs> I will camp. say I don't remember having any morning wood the entire time I was at base training. So, Ooh, all right, confirmed. Could thing. Could, confirmed. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Scotty, what else have you been doing this week? <laughs> oh, nothing. As it's been E3. Excellent. There we go. Awesome. Consumed and me. I, it, it's as a result of E3. I've pulled my hair out. Fantastic. And for myself, <laughs> I've been in hospital this week. Huzzah! I've actually still got my hospital band thing on. Fantastic stuff. That's what the cool kids do. You're so dramatic, Graham. Yeah, I know. He's going to wear that for a year. I am, totally. Um, (laughs) I've still got the hospital. I've still got a a wristband on from an event I went to like two years ago. That's not coming off. Anyway. um, (laughs) That's got COVID. I can see him getting on the airplane. Like, can I get to the front of the line? I just got to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they have rumors that like certain events, if you wear like... I remember hearing like rumors of like Glastonbury like music festival over here in the UK that if you wore the the wristband like from from the year before you could get in free the next year because they didn't change them or something. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. But maybe oh, I can get back yeah. into hospital for free. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people would try that at PAX East all the time. They'd bring in the other lanyards, or, but they color coded them differently for each day every year after that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> people are cheap anyway. Um, but yeah, so. We're not going to go into our too much what we've done this week because E3's happened. We want to get into that. But before that, let's get into Scotty Moe's Mail Sack of Wonder. Here it is where you ask us stuff and we answer it. Hooray. Now. It's back, baby. That's right. It's time for the Mail Sack. Did it pick up that time? Because it never does. It, it, was, it was decent. Yeah, that was good I enough. Heard it. Okay, that's, so that's I a big... It, um so we did have a couple of things if you'd like to talk to us about this podcast you can always let us know uh, yell at us in uh the discord where most of these come from or you can holler at us on twitter um but in discord nicholas schaefer said regarding e3 i definitely think nintendo and microsoft had the strongest showing and really the only show it was sad to see ubisoft finally kill off the wii announcing the first just dance not available on wii Mario and Rabbids games, cool, as well as Metroid Dread, but Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, and Age of Empire 4 were my standout games. And then uh, regular Milo says, Metroid Dread announcement, really super cool. 
and it'd be like if Sega announced they were finally releasing Sonic Extreme or something. <laughs> uh, and then uh, on Twitter, Dr. Scottnick says, I find the concept of winning E3 so stupid because I did ask in quotes who won E3 because I think that's dumb as hell. Um, but uh, he did. He agreed with that, that it's stupid. But I'm very much impressed with how gorgeous Forza Horizon 5 and Breath of the Wild sequel look. Mm. So, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. No, I think there I think there is something to be said about like winning E3 because um, I think there's certain companies, especially when you're launching a console the stakes are really high especially for like microsoft and nintendo and sony um and i think you saw at one e3 where uh you know sony especially after microsoft showed off um the xbox one and it had all that just crazy you know uh persistent online requirements and things yeah. like that and you had uh the sony executives like show how you share a game and it's just like they did that and it, that became one of those moments and and so like I do think, and I think that's really set the stage for a lot of like how last generation played out with between Sony and Microsoft. And I think a lot of it came from that public perception that that really was hammered into at that E3. So I do think there's there's certain instances where a company can win or lose. But I overall, I agree with the sentiment of what you're going with. Um, overall, it's kind of a silly idea. Yeah. I know what you mean, because yeah, especially in some E3s where there has been a standout company that everyone's talking about, basically, which kind of does dictate the winner almost. But I remember there's one E3, which was uh, as after the Xbox and PS4 had released, and everyone was going, oh, Microsoft showed off the same games this year, like all shooters. Sony did this, and Nintendo did this. That Everyone was saying it's all generic. And I was sitting there going, what E3 were you guys at? Because I saw loads of really fun games coming out of it. It's like... The Microsoft one, like, had some shooters in it, but also had, like, Super Lucky's Tale and some other, like, it had some more indie games they were showing off and stuff. And I was like, and everyone just seemed to be bitching for no reason. I was just like, guys, yep. come on. Like, you know, so, so sometimes I think it's personal opinion, like, you know, but, but there had, yeah, there definitely been some events where, like, the one that you just mentioned, Chris, Sony did really pretty much stand out on it. Um, but yeah, winning, winning E3, like, you know, it's not, it's not really a thing, is it? <laughs> oh come on okay in television 1e3 come on yeah, okay let's, okay yeah. sorry apologies Tommy Tellerico yeah it is let me yeah. tell you so actually with that said should we go into it should we go into what's happened at e3 let's so, do it oh so yeah. that was uh is that is that the end of my mail sack I is that the last one you've read out I think so that's the yeah. last of my mail sack beautiful there you go. beautifully done um so yeah we're not going to go into absolutely everything that happened to e3 but we're going to pick up on some of the bigger events that we actually streamed ourselves live mm. um a couple of other bits we didn't stream live but we want to talk about so before as we go into it as we just mentioned um in television uh showed their miko and we're actually going to so scotty's seen this i saw a bit of it but i was kind of doing something else at the same time and chris hasn't seen this so we're actually going to watch the intellivision amico thing live now basically um and i'll say pre, this pre I, <laughs> it's not i've been keeping up either. with the amico pretty closely so i feel like i'm i'm pretty well um familiar oh, with boy. with the latest on it and, and mm. i haven't seen it so i'm really looking forward to this okay tommy uh, i feel like he's gonna completely blow our minds right here let, let's do this so he's I'm gonna, gonna hit, blow something Ooh, i'm gonna hit play on the old video so let's do it no one's getting blown hi i'm tommy tellerico and what an honor it is for Intellivision to be a part of this year's E3. I wanna personally thank the ESA 
for having us be involved. And, and we have seen some show. incredible, incredible stuff. Thank what you for letting us pay to be here. To be a gamer. I've been in the video game industry for over 32 years and have been a part go. of the creative teams that have made some of the greatest video games of all time, including things like Disney's Aladdin, Earthworm Jim, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Metroid Prime, Guitar Hero. I'm even the guy I mean, who's not the wrong. oof sound do music for Roblox. <laughs> don't hate Yeah, but he also, he, fact, he did the oof sound. I own the sound. Guinness World Record so, for the person who's yeah. worked on the most video games in their lifetime. Wow. My mother's very proud. But I'm here today to yeah, talk to about the was on there. And our brand now I know who we're video talking game to. console, Amico. Oh, you can get Tommy Tarico on any podcast you want. Friend. I mean, just search Tommy Tarico on YouTube and there's like, system you got 12 subscribers, that you can get friendship, Tommy that multiplayer, I that couch co-op experience. See, so if we get 10 more subscribers, up, we, we didn't have the internet to play video games. So if you wanted to play with somebody else, you went over their house or they came over to your house. It was everybody in a room. In fact, I bet you're you have no one who'll come over your you're house. probably like me. That's right. And I bet your fondest memories of playing games were when you were playing with other people. I fucking people hate their Caesar, Caesar knows what, what up. He just says about. Tommy Tallarico is also I'm going to be honest. For a lot of you out there watching this, I'm not going to interest you I feel you like you could use that little base right there uh, for the controllers as like uh, maybe to put chips in, some Pringles maybe. Salsa bowl. what we're mm -hmm. about. What we are yeah. is a really simple, fun party machine. It almost looks like a phantom. You remember? I don't know if you guys remember the Infinium Lab Phantom when it had the white and with like the blue thing. Much as you are. Look like that. Maybe Grandma comes <laughs> to over. Me, it looks like a, a scale control game uh, or an iPod dice Gen Two charging station. Yeah, it looks like that iPod takes built around fun and simplicity. That's the most important thing for us. These all. Honestly, just look like mobile games to, me. to do it. You're at Nintendo. Well, they like really good mobile games. Oh, they look like better than mobile games to me. Who have over 600 yeah. years of experience? Yeah, mobile games, dude. Did you see the new fucking games. Witcher mobile game just came out? It looks I amazing. I just don't like mobile games to be honest. <laughs> just, well, okay, that's fact, fine. But if you're saying this looks better than most mobile games, you're crazy. Visually, so for example, the graphics aren't as good, obviously. Really but maybe the, maybe the gameplay's better. It really comes in handy when you're playing. You got little controllers, little dials. Go, little dials. It's a great way to give them little hints. For example, here in. Shark Shark, whoever's in last place, it will vibrate. Shark Shark? I use, How do I, I get the rights? Could I use my, is this compatible with my Zune? It's if I have this, could I sync that up and I could just use my Zune as a controller? So only that player Maybe. will get that information. And also having a screen on every single controller gives you a lot of really cool and unique abilities to do now, game, this would be cool designs. to play example, like a football game on, and you can select your play. You mean like a Dreamcast from 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah, that, but I mean, it's <laughs> a little bit more intuitive than trying to play on a shitty VMU. This is actually kind of cool with the die. Like, that'll that'll blow a kid's mind. Or Grandma. Or Grandma. I don't think. Or Grandma. Grandma's mom. Cornhole, hey, throwing the bag into the hole. By the way, this is a hell yeah. Do you have cornhole over there, Graham? Console. What do you call it? What the hell's cornhole? As well, most directional paths. Uh, well, if you've ever been to prison, up, down, left, okay. No. Um, <laughs> it has sixty. Cornhole is literally directions and. 
touch sensitivity uh, as well. You so just toss sandbags into down, a target that's like laying on play. the ground. Here's a feature okay. I, think a lot I thought cornhole was well. a euphemism for your anus. I can go over your house. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And because it recognizes my controller, remember Office Space? Watch your cornhole, buddy. I own on your system at your house. I've seen more beef. Oh, what up, Iron Chef? No, we're just. Another Iron Chef, cool we haven't all seen this, so we're enjoying it. So just take it in. Contact charging. So once you're done with your controller and your game's over, you just dock it right back into the base. How soon are these things going to be broken? Forward. Another unique feature. I mean, my kids will break this in two seconds. See, that's pretty cool. All throughout the console itself. I don't think these I are just mean they're going to drop these controllers, the and I just, I just don't. We also have RFID oh, right. throughout the entire Have you console, seen the weird stickers that they have for sale for these things on the website? It looks like they've taken clip art. You know what's really and just cool about having are selling you these sticker sheets. And they're, like, there, they're, don't worry. they're so Astro generic. She's a four-player game. At any point during the game, somebody can pick up a controller and just like I'm gonna have fucking twelve amigos just sitting on my entertainment center. Now for all they you collectors yeah, out know. there, you'll be happy to know that not only can That's you download guys. games digitally. But we also have physical media. Whoa, as well. physical media! And we'll be releasing more information about that. Hell yeah! Look. Now here's Is that an might evil Knievel game? I don't know. They look like Polaroids. We don't allow any loot. They got an evil Knievel game. Did you see that? Purchases, in-app advertising. It looks like something from like almost the old uh, art style from uh, system for most of our games. Like the SG one thousand style of art, yeah. like that weird hand-drawn stuff that you see mm-hmm. back then. Or oh, they got fake bomber man. The year and of all time. And those scores God, he's here for fake Bomberman. As well. I, well, so if you have the high I have a comment about that after this is done. Your country, we're gonna Fucking Kelly is killing it. Get it, Kelly. Out and yeah. On your wall. Now, as we all know, the most important so That's what I'm going to do, idiot. <laughs> Physical games are $20 themselves. at launch, and digital is 10 Hey, that's not... Fun I, you're at least getting where we really, some really discount by going fact, digital. You don't get that. That's not bad for games that look like they were made 40 years ago. <laughs> and it should be about $2 on mobile. Or couch co-op yeah. mode. And all the games... I am what, are the physical, what are the physical media? Guys, four-player snake. Hell yeah. Like Retro Reimagine, where we take some of the greatest classic video we, games of all Do they show time, what the carts or graphics, the physical media looks like? Is it a, a cartridge? And couch co-op. Some of the things I we have, for example, so. 12 of the best games from Atari, like Breakout, Asteroids, Tempest, Missile Command. We have That's not Asteroids, like but whatever. <laughs> bump and Jump. And even some of the you know what I want to play is Wizards of War. I would write, I'd like to see a Cloudy Wizards of Mountain War remake. Give me that. Night Stalker. We have edutainment titles for kids. Oh, Big Bird. The Sega Pico's in trouble. Now our original IP category contains brands. Maybe they'll get Ed and Enziata to make a uh, a Echo lot of times around it. our unique controller. Some of those games Wait are platformers like Finnegan Fox. I want Bomb Finnegan Squad. Fox. Will he ever learn? Space Strikers. I've shown you how to like soldier tigers. <laughs> and we even got the original Echo the Dolphin team what? to create our new title called Dolphin Quest. It's Edinanzi. Oh yeah. We even take more uh, he said team. He did not say creator. Uh, Games like Rigid Force Redux Enhanced. And well, I mean, if Dynamite. I wonder if he did any now, sort of the, 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 the audio for it, if he had something like big sports like Major League him. Baseball and soccer, but also recreational sports uh, like cornhole, skiing, 
cool. I'm going to throw that fucking troll in the first time I try to play Portal. Yeah, they better have straps on these bitches. Sparkles? Oh, Yeah, I wonder if they're going to get the Wiimote thing where everyone gets throwing it at the TV by mistake. Amika, there's I don't think they're going to have a problem. I don't think they're going to have that problem. I might get this for my nephews. I think they'd be into this. They like games, but they can't really play modern games for two years. But we have even more. Including things like Mattel Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Check Wheel. out these Hot logos we bought. And so much more. Now we've previously announced a brand new exclusive Earthworm Jim game for Intellivision. <laughs> and we got the original team to be working on it. We wanted to do something special. So we're going to give away. Wait, they really got Earthworm Jim? All of the team members signed. Yeah, this is old all news. You have to do this yeah, is this is old news, Graham. You should, oh, you should I, check I, out megavisionsmag.com. No, this is um uh, yeah, when they actually announced this, Graham, they they had a lot of these original guys there. And so they announced then that they were gonna be doing this. So I mean it's been a while and the Amico is already supposed to have been released originally, so if they're not going to show some sort of Earthworm Jim footage here, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. It's such an exciting time. Other than these fucking hand-drawn art that they're like, oh, you can win this. Industry, and we are fans well, did you hear how you have to win industry. it? And you know, if no. Something that you send an email with the subject Groovy, and he gave the email address. That's it. Games for us. Maybe you want to play it's not Groovy. I'm sorry, Tommy. Go to Intellivision. Yeah. I'm pre-ordering. For, for a guy that's like worked in music his whole life, that whole video had such like an echo and reverb to it. It's not the best audio quality. Hmm. At least they got uh, the Intellivision.com website, so that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think what happened was whoever owned those rights to all that insanity passed, and Tommy Tallarico swooped in there and it's like, I got the rights to this console name. Let's do something with it. Oh, guys, I, I, I don't know if you guys like, the, not. I don't know, like Coleco headquarters. I just, re- I, I discovered this a couple years ago. It's like right down the road for me. Um, oh, snap. So what? like all of where the, the Coleco stuff comes from, it's just right down the road. Wow. It's actually not far. Remember when we picked up the Mega Visions copies, like right before too many games? Yes. Yeah. Right in that area where we were at is kind of where the Coleco offices are. Oh, wow. Interesting. And I'm also wearing a too many games shirt. Because we're about to talk about too many games. Because there ah. were too many games in all of Um, Yeah, I... That. Tommy Tallarico is either an insane man or a complete asshole with the amount of his confidence. I can't tell what. <laughs> and that's not Megavisions talking. That's me. But I think he's a fucking nut job. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's it just like the whole the whole thing, like... It's a great idea, but this is also basically what the Wii did 10, 12 years ago. What? Oh, six. So what was that? 14 some years ago or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I just think like it, I mean, that, that whole presentation was clearly, I think it was just like, Tommy, we got to do this thing. Just talk about what we have. <laughs> Cause I don't know if he was really, he was kind of just like, and we've got this, you know what? We've got this and you know what? Not in an Inziata, but some other, um, <laughs> I don't know, like my, I, I, I'll say this about it now. I'll ask you guys what you think. Cause I, I think like, honestly, um, now that I've seen what's happening with it, it is a cool idea, but this is not for me at all. Like Chris, this makes sense to have in your house. Cause I could, cause like you have the captive group of people that could play this 
there, there, I doubt there's any online multiplayer for any of this stuff other than the leaderboards, like they said. Um, that Bomberman knockoff, it was called, uh, shit, something else. But I forget what it was called now. Astro Blast Boy. That was what it was originally named in the UK forever ago. But that's what Bomberman started oh. out as under that name. And I can't remember the name of it now. I should have written it down. Um, I will find but, out what uh, Keep talking. But yeah, I... Like it's it. I don't. Yeah, they need to clarify. Like you have this plate with your controllers. What do you do with the other controllers? And I don't know how much this thing costs. Can you just buy other controllers, or do you have to buy like an Amico pair, or like what goes on with that? Like, it's a cool idea, but this looks like something that's going to end up in a CVS pretty soon. <laughs> you know, like a drugstore. Not. Uh... I so, just I I didn't see anything in any of the gameplay trailers that they showed that made me say I really want to get this. Oh. I think the only thing that has the potential to pique my interest is Earthworm Jim. I'm I'm interested in seeing more about the the Dolphin Quest game, uh, only because I want to know who is who of the original Echo team is actually involved in this. And I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if. If Ed Anunziata is involved in it, because I know he wants to revisit, you know, that whole premise because he had that Kickstarter years ago for Big Blue. Um, but I believe right. he ended up getting the rights back to Echo the Dolphin. So I don't see why, uh, well, if yeah. it's Ed Anunziata involved in it, why he wouldn't just say we're going to make an Echo the Dolphin game mm-hmm. uh, on the Intellivision Amico, if, if it were actually him. So that kind of leads me to believe that it's not Ed and Aziata, It's just yeah. maybe some other people involved yeah. in the project. Yeah, just very quickly. Yeah, I'm 100%, uh, 100% on board with Bob that. Bob yeah. was apparently called Dino Blaster in Europe. Yeah, there that's what the game is. They said, we've got Dino Blaster. It's like, uh... Yeah, huh? you do. There's probably like 12 people uh, in the world that freaked out over that, and they probably all run an Intellivision podcast. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I I I get that this is not for everybody, but I think this could be a lot of fun. These some of these games, they seem like half decent games, and the fact they're not, it's not all touch screen. Actually, have physical buttons. I think that could be fun for for families and kids and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, like they didn't look like terrible games to me. Like there's some very basic ones there I can clearly see, but there's a couple in there I saw like that actually looks okay. I'd play that. Uh, the part of some of the, the the controversy surrounding this, though, is that uh, there was uh, a preview from, I think, some a Saudi Arabian IGN site uh, about uh, the Amico. I guess they somehow got an early uh, build of, of um, the Amico, and hmm. they were saying that there is some very noticeable lag, uh, input lag in the uh, controllers, uh, that okay. it's so bad to where it does affect gameplay, which... If you're going to have a controller that is going to be wireless and it's everything's built around it, you need very seamless gameplay. And that would be like the Wii. <clears throat> if there was very bad lag yeah. on the Wii, could you imagine that would just kill the whole experience? Yeah. So I'm interested in seeing if they've if this has been addressed uh, because, like I said, this system was supposed to have been released, you know, already. And if they're still having right. input lag in their hardware at this point, that tells me. I don't know if that's going to be something that's going to be getting addressed if they're this, you know, uh, supposedly late in the game and, and advanced in building out the hardware. So I, I'm I'm interested in the Amico. I want to know more about it, and I would love for it to succeed. Um, but I just I'm like I said, for me, it's more it's it's nothing more than just a mild curiosity for me at this point. 
Yeah, it's not. Do we know how much yeah. it is or anything? What the uh, asking price is? Maybe, maybe we'll check it out. It's uh, five hundred and ninety nine um, uh, ninety nine. I have been. I've been. I've signed up to their email listings because I've been interested to see. And they have like a wood grain style color, and they do have like. Um, I was watching Giant Bombs like E three recap, and and you know they can't be involved in everything, but they're like. How have we not like? Have they even told anyone? Is this where can you buy this? Whatever. And I and I I wish I was there because I would have been like, dude, they've had they've bought ad space in Game Stops in the U.S. Like one of the like, and so it's out there. Like people are aware of it. I keep comparing it to the Poly Mega. I know we probably shouldn't entirely because they're completely different beasts hardware wise, but just how like people know about this because it's Tommy Tellerico and he tells people and they clearly have put money into like a marketing routine emails and stuff like that but it, it's it's such a weird it's a fun i keep wanting to spell the name a-m-i-i-c-o thinking it's like the we so much but it's just one i in there just a miko yeah not a pico um so which is which yeah it, okay so um oh stupid sorry um what's it called cookies just popped up to get in my way uh yeah. The white version in America is two hundred and forty nine dollars. Uh, in the UK, it's two hundred forty nine pounds, um, mm, which is interesting. It's it's interesting though. Like, when you click on the Intervision website, you can pre order from different locations. It's got America, UK, Germany, Austria, Italy, Spain, and other. When you click on the UK, one of the the places you can pre order from is GameStop. GameStop doesn't yeah. exist in the UK anymore. Like, it, we I, it's probably just a mistake. It's really weird. Uh, and game um, legends I've never even heard of. Where's this place? What kind of company is this? Anyway, never I mind. Think that's I think that's too much. I think it should be one ninety nine for this thing. Yeah, I got ex- most. I did get excited though because if you click on pre order from Intellivision, it says one hundred dollars. I was like, that's not bad. But then next to it says pre order, pre order. Like the, sorry, the no, deposit, what, right? Like deposit. That's the word. Yeah, sorry, I just right. got the word, wrong word. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not. Well, how much it costs? Unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like does it say? Can you? pre-order like just controllers or anything or is it only like the base set or whatever like that uh actually that's um let's bring up my screen sorry share. guys no more e3 talk this is the intellivision yeah so buckle up uh so it's oh whoops that's okay that's better that's um screen. okay so this, this is, is I, from GameStop. okay uh oh we're looking at it now yeah 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 so right on what we got purple galaxy purple yeah graphite black glacier white mm-hmm. all sound delicious and like they're fucking um iphones yeah and then this is from Did the they say on their win because this is Ooh. saying uh the the, please zoom in on that wood grain the wood release grain. date is like october 10th that's are uh, do they do they say that they're gonna hit that this time or do they push that back i thought that was already delayed uh i have no I, idea Pre-order FAQ. Let's see what that says. Does that say, will the Amica work outside uh, of the USA? Okay. Um, doesn't really say anything. The, um, the wood grain and like these, I didn't, when they were announcing the colors and then they said wood grain, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's it's Xbox 360 faceplates all over again. <laughs> Dude, no one cares what color. You get to a certain point where you're like, why do I care what color my controller is? I'm never looking at it. No one else is looking at it. I'm just holding it, and I know I, I know for a second when I turn the system on, what color it is. You know, the handy time to have a different color controllers is when you got multiple people around. You go, you can have the black controller, you can right. have the green controller, whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's literally why I own different colored Dreamcast controllers for the marathon. So we know who's who. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that would would affect it's kind of cool, to be honest. It reminds me of my old Atari 2600, but... um, That's exactly why. I guarantee you this will be the most sold version of it. Yeah, or the funky PS5. Corey, go back to vacation. Sorry, (laughs) I'm back. I'm here. Oh, dear. Um... Um, yeah, it, like if I stumble across one of these at, a, at, at like a Rite Aid or something for 50 bucks, I would probably snag it out of curiosity, but not going to be. I mean, Chris is going to get it so we can hear about it from him. I'll probably get it when it <laughs> drops down to 50 bucks. <laughs> hey, everybody uh, want bro. to invest. There we go. In uh, something else. Yeah. Like. The next topic. Let's keep growing. Yeah, let's keep let's keep going. Okay, right. That's enough of um in television chats. So yeah, let's move so, on to the next bit. Just of the thought show. it was worth bringing up because oh, yeah. it's so retro and it's so niche that like we've been covering it on the website and stuff that we gotta. Yeah, it's a mind-boggling thing that also makes the most sense out of anything right now. <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. I've just got. Anyway, I'm not the host here. Yeah, sorry. I was just trying to mess with the cameras and stuff. Um, Yeah, so the other thing we're going to look at is Ubisoft's presentation. In fact, let's let's bring up the screen share in the background, and we can have that going on. We're not going to sit here and talk through the entire thing. Don't worry. We're we're just going to have it playing in the background, so you can see some of the footage. Um, Talking about our hits. Yeah, so they they showed off about ten games. um, Some which you might have know about. Some that most of them are. In fact, I think. Most of them are old IPs which have got, you know, um, new sequels in them and stuff or DLC and things like that. But there's been a couple of new new IPs that they, they showed off. Um, what, okay, what were your highlights, guys, out of this? Uh, I could go through this, but I don't think that's worth it at the moment. What do you think? What's, um, uh- I, to be honest, didn't really care, except for that Rider Republic game, only because you mentioned Ram. Nothing struck a chord with me. Uh, okay. Not even Rocks. Rocksmith is interesting, but I don't think it makes sense the direction they're going with like downloadable subscription type stuff. Um, but the way that it's going at that point, it's like, unless you, if we were in a pandemic forever, that would make sense. Otherwise, go take guitar lessons. But I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than Writer's Republic, nothing really stood out to me. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Chris, what about you? Any, any standout games for you on this? Yeah, I mean, for me, Rainbow Six Extraction looked really good. Uh, that yeah. was something I totally wasn't expecting. And I'll say this: I hate these war games now. Like, I just, I don't. I I played the old Medal of Honor, and I I did that Modern Warfare and Battlefront for a little bit, and then I just got tired of them because there's just so many of them, and so I I have zero interest in them. And this is one of the first kind of modern esque uh, combat war games that look pretty badass granted there's aliens and other weird <laughs> shit in it and that's the, what makes me excited about it but at least it's like hey it's a rainbow six game that actually makes me interested in it and i can't tell you the last time i was interested in a rainbow six game um, yeah outside of that you, uh, uh before you get away from that game did you ever play the resistance series on on ps3 Chris? i really enjoyed the resistance stuff okay. but i didn't yeah i didn't I play really through all of too. them but it did give me some resistance vibes it doesn't seem yeah. as dark as resistance, uh, but I I think there is certainly room in you know like the the high end first person shooter 
genre for a more monster and kind of sci-fi esque yeah. shooter in this style of uh, gameplay. You know, um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, outside of that, uh, I will say I was talking to Graham before the show. Uh, this got me really excited to go back and, and play some of the old Far Cry games because Far Cry Six looks so cool to me. I'm really excited for that. So I went on Xbox Live and uh, or the Xbox Store and ended up getting Far Cry Three, Four, and Five in some bundle for like twelve bucks this past week. Uh, in addition to Far uh, Cry Three Blood Dragon, and that was like three four dollars. And so I've been playing through that, and I'm I'm really stoked for for Far Cry Six. Uh, outside of that, those are the two standouts for me. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited. I'm jumping back in the Far Cry series now, and I, I plan to play through all of them and and be ready for the next one. Oh yeah, okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll clarify. Maybe this will jump into yours, Graham. I said what game I was excited for, and didn't say what it was at all. Like <laughs> describe the game at all, because the name doesn't matter really public anything. Um, but uh, it's essentially extreme sports open world game which i think is long overdue and i'm kind of surprised that hasn't existed so graham and i were saying we are both pumped for that as long as like you have a group to play with because otherwise it's if there's nobody in there mmo it's basically gonna be a post-apocalyptic game on a dirt bike so yeah yeah um yeah i was weirdly i was kind of interested in quite a few of the games rainbow six extraction which is the game that's sort of still showing in the background there i was interested in uh far cry 6 i really enjoy the far cry games far cry 3 is still my favorite by far but i have enjoyed the other ones um but i'm hoping far cry 6 will bring it back to its peak level of far cry 3 because the story and the way the game progressed in far cry 3 was so good to me it was an open world game that felt like you were progressing quite well whereas the other ones just feel like an open world game where there's lots of empty stuff to do you know like pointless tasks to do whereas far cry 3 felt a bit more substantial uh, i feel like i want to try to push through the story as quickly as i can and not mess with too much side quests if do you feel like if i do that in far cry 3 i'm going to miss a lot of it or can i kind of push through get through the main story and kind of get on with the next one you can push through yeah you, you there's like the side quests and stuff in far cry 3 aren't that big a deal you Okay. Like, you can just unlock better, like you know, equipment and things like that, really, by doing that. Um, gotcha. So yeah, it's it's not like they've got proper full on side stories that you, ha- you have to pay attention to. Um, but yeah, um, in fact, let's move on to let's bring up Riders Republic, so we can show some of that in the background. So I'm just finding where it is in the thing. Oh, here it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Cool. Right. So yeah, this is the Riders Republic bit. Oh no, an advert's going to pop up. Oh no. Ah, okay. On a second. I'm going to have to skip away from that. For I one thought we second. had the YouTube premium or whatever. I have not, and I have not set that up yet. Sorry. I was talking about doing it and I haven't. So yeah, this is Riders Republic that's showing off in the background. As Scotty sort of mentioned, it's like an open world extreme sports game. And this has kind of got me excited because it reminds me of a Dreamcast game called Sega Extreme Sports, or in America, it's just called Extreme Sports. Um, and yeah, in that game, the, the, it's weird. Like they kind of had these big open map areas, basically, but you were kind of restricted on where you could go in the Sega Extreme Sports, whereas this looks like a proper full open world adventure game, basically, like the Forza Horizon games. We have lots of different extreme sports. And it just looks a bit crazy, like a lot of fun. Um, 
So yeah, I'm definitely up for this. But as Scotty said, you probably do need a, a group of players like to go around with you. I think it's as an online yeah. only game, so I think there will always be people around. Um, but yeah, I think it'd just definitely be more fun if you got like a little squad. Oh, if we get a Mega Visions team together and just Hell do something yeah. like this, would probably be so much fun. Exactly. I, I'm all in. I'm all in. If you guys want to do this, the um, yeah. uh, I mentioned that it's like it. This was kind of when I was getting out of Nickelodeon cartoon shows. But if anybody remembers um, Rocket Power, it looks like if they took that show and made it into a video game, basically, <laughs> it, that's just kids on a boardwalk pier that are just like. Let's go skateboard. It's time to aggressive inline, whatever. Let's snowboard. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Chris Chris saying he, he can't watch YouTube videos of this like BMXing. Oh, the I yeah. was freaking out on the <laughs> on the the stream when we were doing this. I was like, this it look I, I hate it, man. I love it. I don't I have a fear of heights. I I'm not to the point where it's like a phobia yeah. or anything, but I really don't like them. I get uneasy oh, and man. stuff, but and this I, shit I mean, freaks me out. Yeah. I I do get when I'm playing games if I'm jumping off of a ledge or something like even the new Spider-Man game I my stomach jumps a little oh, bit wow. if I'm I don't like it. so I'm I'm yeah I'm there with you that but this looks, looks fun <laughs> I I love that there's a fucking like they're going around this snowboard park essentially that's not how snowboarding works but that's okay because this is a video game (laughs) it's not downhill at all um but this looks like something i can probably get my kids to play with me yeah and there's not very many games i can say that about yeah i hope there's some sort of split screen because yeah what's going to happen when if you hop on and for even an hour you know Mm. so hopefully yeah these rocket pack things are freaking awesome as well look at that and it kind of reminds me of pilot wings as well, in a weird way. Oh but, boy! Oh man! Yeah. Pilot wings, All right, what else we got? Edition. So yeah. Um, oh yeah, the other a couple of other ga- big games they sort of mentioned at Ubisoft were the uh, uh, Mario and Rabbids and Sparks of Hope. Uh, I'm just going to bring that up as well quickly. There you go. Jump to that bit. And yeah, so this is if you don't know, it's a new the new they're like the sequel to the Mario and Rabbids game. So it's a how XCOM style game, so it's a sort of strategy combat game, basically. And yeah, it's it looks fun. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, about I don't it. think we need to. Yeah, I don't think we need to explain that one. People yeah. pretty much know what's going on with that. It's cool yeah. that there's another one. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, I like. Oh, I liked Ubisoft though. I, I know a lot of people. It was funny because as I watched it, I. I was like, wow, I'm, I thought Ubisoft showed some good stuff there, uh, and I'm pretty stoked with what they showed, but it seemed like a lot of other people weren't very happy with it. Yeah, I, I was quite happy with it, and this, this, what we're looking at right now, is the new Avatar game, which I thought oh, was right. quite cool. Um, I mean, it looks decent. I, I can't remember if they said this is, if this is in-game engine or in-game visuals and stuff. It's, it's this is using a- the Halo Infinite engine. That's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's going to be a first-person game. Um, not a first-person shooter. They've said that. It's a first-person game, which makes sense because they don't really see this as being a full-up shooting game. Uh, yeah, it looked pretty I don't cool. I they shoot anything. Oh, they, they do use game. guns, I guess, don't they? You just take pictures. It's like <laughs> Pokemon Snap. That's all you're doing in it. <laughs> so, yeah, this is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which... I'm not sure if it's set at the same time as the next movie or if it's between movies or something. I, I mentioned, I think Chris said something uh, while we were watching this or while you were watching that or something. And 
because I think you said something like, I'm not sure if this takes place during this one. I think they might have, you know, updated the story. And I was like, oh, are you telling me they've updated? Oh, Scotty, you just cut, you cut out just as you're saying the most important bit of your sentence just then. <laughs> That's usually everything I say is the most important. Uh, what, what was the last thing? It's like the punchline. Oh, the punchline, basically. <laughs> you... Oh, I was just saying, like, are you telling me that a movie they've changed the plot or anything that the story with a movie that's been in development for 12 years. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And happy. No, happy- looks good. I, I mean, I don't know what to say other than, I mean, I can't say it looks good because we don't know what it's at all going to be like. This is basically like the halo infinite trailer. It's just showing you stuff <laughs> in the world. And I'll say this, yeah. I fucking love avatar. So I'm on board with it. Uh, I want to play more. I'm looking forward to the next Avatar movie, um, but this doesn't really show me anything. It looks cool, but it's just Avatar yeah. stuff. It's not showing you any gameplay or anything. Yeah, uh, for all we know, this could be the TV series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Happy Dude says, a video game for a sequel to a 12-year-old movie. Why? But I don't know. Happy, Happy Dude, I don't know if you realize that. Because it made releasing- like $94 trillion. Yeah, but they're also releasing yeah. a new movie. So that's kind of what this is tying into. Yeah. So that's that's kind of why. Yeah, yeah I mean, but- Goldeneye came out like three years after the movie. So don't oh, worry. Yeah. It'll be relevant some way, shape, or form. Next. Next. Next is probably one of the best, the best um, E3 shows, I'd, I'd say, which is... Devolver 1. The Devolver Digital. What- um devolver shows are always the ones i look forward to to most just from a pure entertainment stuff because they they're always up in the ante and i i just love them because it's they're uh without sounding too cheesy but they're kind of like the bad boys of the the game development mm-hmm. scene because they'll do shit like they don't even go to e3 they'll go out across the street and rent like a building and that's where they'll do it and so it's like they'll just do shit like that so it's always kind of cool to see what they did uh and you know they didn't disappoint this year i thought they had a very fun showing yeah they, they're the yeah, punk rock devs <laughs> and yeah. yeah if you didn't see it they had a really good um way to present stuff which was just like a really funny one one camera shot um they're walking out of the office which is just a bit bit of madness really um but were there any standout games for you guys at all oh yeah i mean overall i wanted to say about them that they they are more and more emphasizing why they hire actors and actresses for all this they're more and more emphasizing why you don't need to have the game devs and the makers of the stage because they don't know how to talk to the public <laughs> well they're um, like they're coders programmers and stuff it's like yeah and yeah not to generalize but a lot strong, of them all of their strong suit as excited as they are about the game they're making stage presence is something that exists but not in everyone so sure. uh for myself though devolver uh well we all bought demon throttle as we were learning about it, or we tried to, which was they they said like they they made fun of all of us too directly because um, they're like this is a something for collectors. It's only physically released. You can't download it, ever, and you can pre-order it right now. Never not play it ever or something like that. Um, so we all did that within the hour of. I wonder that how soon someone rips that shit and posts the the ROM <laughs> on the internet. Oh yeah, that's it. But I think, uh, yeah, Demon Throttle looked cool. It looked like basically uh, Akari Warriors. Um, And uh, I'm just looking at the list here. I honestly don't remember. Was Phantom Abyss the first person running portal looking laser tag game? I'll say this about 
Devolver games are their names always just seem so generic. Like I don't, I can't tell you if it's like Shooting Tree Deluxe, and they're like, okay, but like yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the names of of many of these games. And and yeah, and, so um, Trek Trek to Yomi, which is the game that's showing right now um, on the stream. Um, I thought this game looked really cool. Yeah, I, a lot just, of style. Yeah, a lot of style to it. Um, I guess it's like a 2D style, just samurai game, really. Um, Which I'm totally into this style. Of, like, if if you really think about this, is like it could almost be like an 8-bit ninja game that we played, you know, from back on, like on the NES, you know, days. You know, hmm. like uh, I forgot some of the good ones. Uh, it looks Legend a lot of like Cage. Dishwasher. Uh, Legend of Cage was awesome. Uh, and so, like, I would be down if it was like kind of that similar style of gameplay, but it's just like ultra really badass looking like this and. Uh, I would love to see some just 2D fucking like yeah. samurai fights like that. Hell yeah, I'm on board. Oh yeah, yeah it reminds me a lot of a uh, Ska Studios game, Dishwasher, which is another solid, super violent 2D hack and slash kind of thing. And Iron Chef in the chat mentions, "Don't we all miss Sony's Kevin Butler? Another fake game personality. He, uh, <laughs> that was I loved him. So yeah, that's what that's really what the industry needs more of. To be honest, yeah." And I think this is this is Phantom Abyss that's showing right now, which is yeah, I did that looks it, fun. Yeah. yeah, which is which First is a weird temple running thing. Yeah, because it's it's like an online competitive thing, but they're actually ghosts you're running against or something. Yeah. So and when they die, you can see where they die, so that kind of helps you know the traps to avoid. So it's kind of like Indiana Jones. Oh, that's temple running point. basically. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like uh like almost like Indiana Jones and uh what's the one uh EA of like oh Mirror's Edge runner Mirror's Edge yes oh yes Indiana Jones almost. yeah right I love Mirror's Edge that's a great game yeah I'm on board this looks cool yeah um yeah and I, I would I would honestly recommend just everybody go check out their presentation just yeah, from an entertainment just, standpoint yeah, lots of interesting good. games that have like I think there's probably a little bit. Uh, for everyone in this, like if, if you're a oh. fan of video games, you're by far going to find something you like here. We didn't even mention that overall they're making fun of games as a service because oh, they yeah. have the Devolver multi. Uh, it's not multi pass. That's fifth element. It's Mega pass plus or something. Ma- Max pass uh, plus or something. It's called. Oh, we couldn't yeah. say it. I remember. Yeah. It was quite, yeah. quite a mouthful. Devolver digital max uh, pass plus or something. And they're legitimately selling merch for that and like the suit that was in it and like a vhs tape that somebody already bought that went to a, a charity i forget um yeah uh, they're my favorite developer right now what can i say yeah <laughs> just because yeah, of this thing it it's brilliant yeah if you if you if you're gonna watch anything from e3 just watch their whole thing it's in total it's about half an hour long with all the gameplay and stuff but just the presentation was fantastic it was really really well done uh um, they win the uh they win the mega visions official three award for style yeah that definitely. i just created <laughs> cool um should we move on Boy, to the next keep, one keep, let's yeah let's keep rolling yeah oh there we go devolver right. max pass plus premium purchase there we go that's popped up on the screen yeah, you said it <laughs> yeah oh which game was this actually very quickly this one looked quite cool as well uh that was something with a gun maybe no i don't know no, it showed wizards yet. with a gun earlier before is this, this so. death store maybe yeah, i think this is death store this looked quite cool i thought as well um but yeah anyway so that's yep. um so yeah the next one next? is 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 the one i missed which i really wanted to go to because this is the xbox and bethesda one and 
Yeah, um, they showed off a lot of games. So in total, they talked about 31 games, um, or they showcased about 31 games, and plus this extra bonus thing they showcased. And so included, um, unfortunately, not actually gameplay footage, but they, they had a little teaser for Starfield, which was originally going to be a PS5 exclusive and is now officially an Xbox exclusive title um so yeah xbox fans like me um but they did a good job of sneaking the release date well it wasn't really snuck it was in your face but they included the release date in the trailer without saying it yeah which i thought was was quite cool yeah um Um, yeah the trailers i mean it it looks good um if if this is what it's going to look like in the game but yeah we don't really actually see any proper in-game footage this game is so far out that it's yeah yeah, they're not going to show anything right yeah, now. Yeah, so it's, just... it's coming the 11th of November 2022. So we've got over a year to no, wait. No, it's not. <laughs> it says it's yeah, coming. Okay, it, it says It'll it's coming. It'll be 2023, I guarantee it. Okay, right. Well, watch this space. Chris could be right. I'm hoping <laughs> their promise, they live up to their promise. Um, this has been in development for a while now, hasn't it? Like, from what yep. I know. But, yeah, oh well. We'll see. Um, okay, actually, let, we could go through all the games, but let's not. What, what were your standout no. moments for the Xbox? Um, uh, well, I was about to say something, and then someone asked us if we wanted to be famous. No. Oh, uh, nope. So I'll take care of that. Nice one. No, I will I don't, take I don't, care of that. Okay, Chris. Chris, what um, what were your hot takes or the ones that you like? Uh, you know what, though? I, I was glad to see more of Halo. Uh, it, it looks... It looked it's looking better from the last time we saw it. I was really underwhelmed. Uh, the original showing, uh, and I'm glad that they. I think that they're they're doing the smart thing with Halo. They realize Microsoft knows how important the Halo franchise is uh, to them, and <laughs> I think now. that they're well, yeah, and I think that they're treating it the way it should have been treated all along, and and that means like, hey. If this game is not ready, we're going to take the time and make sure it's ready um, because it's that important to us. And I think that they made a good decision on holding it back and looking at you know what they showed. Granted, it's it's in 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 engine, but it's not actual gameplay. I'm still impressed with just the visuals and, and what I'm seeing. And I think it's progressing well. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think that's as as cliche and cheesy as it is with saying a Halo game is your favorite showing. Um, but that's. I was really looking forward to that um, and seeing what more of that. And I think I'm ready to come back and give the Halo franchise a try again. And okay. I'm, I'm looking to jump back on board with this one. Cool. Scotty, um, well, uh, Chris, did you have I mean, any other ones? Or, or, sorry. Uh, that was my main one. I'll let Scotty okay. go. Okay, go, Scotty. Yeah. Oh, I, w- I was going to just add on to Halo, kind of. Um, I mean, it's nice to see more because, again, like I've bought, I've bought console. Well, the Xbox One I bought for Halo 5 and then finished Halo 5 and returned it, but um, not returned it, but you know, I, it was good to see more. I don't, I don't mean to be overly critical, but I don't think it looks as good as it should to be the flagship Microsoft title, in my opinion. Like, I feel like as good as graphics are now and everything, like it should, it should just completely blow us away. Um, But that said, I don't care how it looks also. I just think like, but um, I think, uh, there's a new not Cortana. I couldn't really care less because Cortana and Halo 5 was like nothing I wanted to do with. And I love that the internet is losing its shit because this one's wearing clothing. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, horny internet. Um, God, that's no, so I mean, weird, it looks good. Man. I, is it? Because that tall lady in Resident Evil just 
set Capcom ablaze. Well, I just mean it's weird <laughs> that people are mad that she's like, if if it's like you're mad that she's wearing clothes now. They they can. Th- there's fan fiction out there already. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, Anti Chris and I watched this one, and we saw the Thieves thing, and we legitimately do not understand why anyone Arrow because apparently he's the only pirate in the world. Got there it. are so Scott, many other Scott, you keep things. cutting out at the at the key moments when you say stuff. It's actually. <laughs> uh, are you using the right, right microphone? Yeah. Is, is my that, audio cutting out? It, yeah, your audio just keeps randomly cutting out. It's not, you're not using your, your earpiece, are you? You're using your actual proper microphone, nope. are you? Yeah, it's definitely only the Yeti. Let me try okay. one thing here. Uh, I, I, I know you were, you're talking about uh, Sea of Thieves. I will say that I like Sea of Thieves. Odin and I, we that is a fun game for us to play, just kind of an easy co-op game. And mm. uh, I, I got excited seeing Jack Sparrow. I think there could be some fun stuff to do with the um the whole mythos mm. and and bringing him into it just from a storyline standpoint and it's just some mm. of the fun things um i i'm 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 into it it's it's not something that's going to really move the needle i think in in terms of like getting the player base you know growing for sea of thieves or anything like that but i'm sure for for people that have played it and are into you know the, those movies. I'm sure it's exciting. Well, so. the interesting thing about it is, from what I could tell, this is actually a proper story campaign um, around the Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. world, which I feel like okay, I haven't played much of Sea of Thieves. I do enjoy what I played of it, though. We played it together a little bit, Chris. But from my, what I know, they don't really have any other proper storylines, do they? Most of it's just these oh, sort of side quest style stuff, going around exploring and. I'm sure there's like lore and stuff as you get into the quests and things like that, but it's not it's not set out as a proper story based yeah. online game. It's more of like it drops you in and you're kind of on to missions and and it's that sort of thing. So, yeah, so this, I'm, I'm, I'm looking mm-hmm. to see what they're going to do with it. You know? This is more story driven, basically, from what I can yeah. tell. Um, yeah, I'm not yeah. shitting on Sea of Thieves. I I just think it's I'm I'm tired of Jack Sparrow. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I really don't. Uh, it was cool they had like a little reference of the dog dangling the keys. Like that's from the Pirates Ride, not just the right. movie or all that stuff. I was um, more interested to see that they're still even doing business with the Jack Sparrow character. Mm, uh, yeah, I don't think because- Johnny Depp works for Disney anymore or something. There was like drama around that at one. Yeah, and so I mean, apparently in the next. A Pirates of the Caribbean film that his Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp won't be in it, mm. and uh, and so that's caused a lot of controversy. So that's yeah. why I'm saying it's like that, you know, kind of caught me by surprise to see that they're still in the I guess Jack Sparrow business, uh, and maybe their mm. thing is like maybe they're going to move on without Johnny Depp as that character, and they're just going to keep pushing forward and and maybe find a new I don't know I don't know what they plan on doing, but well, I get I mean they could. They could grab any uh, any um, impersonator from frickin' Times Square, probably. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I think Scott yeah. is just frozen. Um, uh, they could probably grab any interpreter from downtown Times Square that to do an <laughs> impersonation of Jarrow at the point, so. Yeah, I, I, I think they could, maybe for the movies, they are literally going to stay away from Jack Sparrow because so synonymous with Johnny Depp, but for video games... You can basically make a half-hearted, almost looking like Johnny Depp style character, and have just someone voice acting, which right. works basically. That's basically what they've done with um, 
Sea of Thieves. So maybe for video games and other things, they'll keep using the character, but just not for the live action stuff. Um, what about this Left 4 Dead quasi game? Are we excited about this? Are I'm interested. Back into this? Yeah, so this is uh, um, Back for yeah. Blood. Back for Blood, which yeah. is made by the people who made um, Left 4 Dead. Uh, so it's, that's why it's so similar. It's like the whole rock band guitar hero thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think this looks quite interesting. I'm up for it. It looks like it's got more of a story to it than Left 4 Dead did. From, from I'm all about that story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like, I mean, I like a story in this. <laughs> it had a story and it was told through graffiti and stuff which was cool um as much as a zombie that. thing can't but um left for dead too i played the shit out of like trying to get achievements and stuff uh with oh, yeah. buddies so it would be cool if i could somehow get my old posse together to play this game but otherwise it's i mean if it zombies have been done to death so i'm sure if you went back and played left for dead 2 even after all the updates and stuff it probably has not aged super well but just all the fun that i had with that i'm ready to mm play through this campaign with a couple of buddies again for sure that's why it might be one of those things where just the premise of the game is just so solid uh that maybe all it needs is just a kind of just freshen up the gameplay added in some modern elements and you know like uh you know that sort of thing and maybe it's still just as fun Uh, it'll be interesting get those mods in there i remember once uh we played with mods on that turned all of the zombies in rows and that was more terrifying (laughs) <laughs> i i seen a thousand amy roses run at you rather than zombies oh, so yeah <laughs> that's quite funny um and this this next i think it's this next game um is mm. actually, no this isn't the game i'm thinking of actually is it no um okay they're actually showing contraband right now which we don't yeah. actually see any footage of but we know it's an xbox exclusive um yeah Oh, uh, the only other thing I was like super interested in was party animals, which was basically gang beasts with corgis. So I'm down. Yes. Yeah. Um, that I think party, anim- party animals looked really awesome. Kind of reminded me of like fur fighters, but a bit crazier. Oh, they announced that Yakuza like a dragon is going to come to oh, game yeah. pass. So now all Very the Yakuza cool. games are available on Xbox and on game pass. So if you've got game pass, um, or, um, game pass ultimate, or whatever, get it. Um, because yeah, that, the Yakuza games are freaking awesome. Um, and I forgot I, how silly I said it during is. the stream that, yeah, you can just see everything happening now. I said during the stream that it's just it's refreshing that Yakuza is now doing so well because it is such a insane trip that deserves more love. Mm. And I'm glad it's catching on outside of Japan yeah. because really GTA takes itself too seriously. Like the other, uh, there it's almost apples and oranges those game series uh yeah. at this point okay because there's a story in yakuza <laughs> yeah um and so chris chris was saying how he's sort of fed up with war games i'm kind of am a little bit but this really interests me because i've always been a bigger fan of the battlefield games rather than like, oh, the right. call of duty games i've always just preferred battlefield i think because i've always preferred the instruct destructible environments and stuff like that and this has got 128 player uh online uh, gameplay. You've got these cool like, hookshot things, which looks fun. Um, and it just looks awesome because it's got like a freaking storm that's going around the place and it looks like it actually takes you out, basically. Like the storm actually uh, comes in and, you know, destroys you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you along with the ghost of, of, ah, shit. Well, the joke's over now because I can't remember. Chris, uh, Chris, who was in Twister? Oh, Predator guy, and a Terminator. Um... Bill Paxman. Bill Paxton? 
Yeah, you okay. and the ghost of Bill Paxton can fight this F5 tornado in <laughs> Battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, my brother has a really funny Bill Paxton story where he got drunk with him in a bar in like uh, Austin one time. <laughs> that 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 sounds pretty believable from what I've yeah. heard of Bill Paxton. He said he was awesome. Movies. He said he was like yeah. the nicest dude ever. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. What a guy. You're never going to hear us cuss Bill Paxton on this podcast. No, no. Yeah. But yeah, I think this game looks pretty sick, actually. Like, it looks pretty yeah, impressive like to me. So um, I could watch, I could probably be entertained by watching you guys play this, but I, I've, I've just never, I've not, I'm not really into these. Yeah. Okay. So another game that really interests me is this Psychonauts 2. Mm. Like, I was very excited when I actually saw this. I was like, this actually looks really fun to me. Just wacky, insane. Um, like everyone, another example of style. I yeah. really, I'll be honest. I really wanted to like the original Psychonauts, and I think I, I really like the, the visual style and everything. It's just I, I whatever it was, I just it never captured me, and so I'm, I'm looking. F- I want to give this one a try though. Yeah, I have to admit, I never actually got to play Psychonauts originally. Never, never sort of really crossed my radar, and that seems to be really hard to get hold of. So, missed that boat. Should be annoying. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you're gonna find they'll they'll once this comes out, you'll find it. You'll there'll be a way to get it. How, actually, is it available to download digitally Probably. on Xbox? If they don't, if they don't do that, they should bloody do it because that's yeah, awesome. I'm sure. Um, and there's so many games that we could go through, but I'm trying. Yeah, I'll, let's. I'll, the, I, I I don't think we should just keep going on yeah, every single one. There was um, one that I want to because sh- I don't know if you saw this, um, Chris. Did you see? Um, the very end i have not seen the very end okay because yeah that's what i was thinking i think there's a game you you might you might like so this is called red this is called redfall and it's basically vampire hunting with superpowers (laughs) um which i I was actually watching this a little bit earlier and i didn't i I didn't have the audio so i didn't really get the chance to watch it that dude looks creepy as hell Mm -hmm. he looks like you know um um was it 30 days of night or whatever? Remember oh, that yeah. one base that he looks almost like something from that. <laughs> kind of. I don't think this was a strong ending. Oh, you didn't like this guy. I thought this game looked really awesome. What? Well, no, it looks good, but like they should have just ended with halo. Like this is not, mm. this looks like any other hero shooter or sort of left for dead. We didn't see gameplay. It was all just, yeah, you know, true. the Overwatch introduction, essentially. So it could, it could um, be not very good, for we know. We don't even know what kind of... Well, did they show gameplay at all? Do we know what kind of game it is at all? I'm just assuming. Uh, I'm seeing this for the first time. I mean, it could be anything. I don't think they actually so. showed any gameplay. Um, right, yeah. So I'm actually not I mean, sure if it's first person it. or third person. So it's we get probably. a four-player co-op that one we shoot zombies and one you shoot vampires yeah right but you got superpowers yeah, i mean this could this could be the sequel to the mitchells versus the machines for all maybe i'm there oh i've just been told the original psychonauts is on game pass thank you very much dude that's Sweet. awesome now Thanks, Grant, you know what you're doing this weekend yeah um I'm, i'll tell you what you're not doing oh sorry go ahead oh no go yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say what you're not doing is watching more guardians footage you cut out again, dude. <laughs> God, I was going to say what you're not doing is watch more Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know but... if this is controversial, but I am uh, cautiously optimistic about that Guardians game. Okay, okay. Uh, I think that if you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, 
I think it has a lot of what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're not a fan, then don't even you're you're not gonna like it because a lot of it it it, it seems like it does a lot of the the little you know kind of chatter in between all the characters and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And mm-hmm. so I think it does a really good job um, from what we've seen of capturing the personality and the friendships and all of that, that, that makes Guardians of the Galaxy special for people. Now it doesn't have the likenesses of any of the characters from the movie. So that might be a problem for people, I think, and I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think it's closer to like what they look like in the comic books. I think it's fine. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm especially after all the stuff with the Avengers, I'm still just kind of a little hesitant to jump in, but like I said, I thought it looked decent. I, yeah. I think it's it, it, it might be a pretty good game. It's fair. Um, I mean, I, I I could talk more about the Xbox stuff because I thought I, thought I was hoping was... we were going to get a Viva Pinata. Serious, like I think that would be fucking awesome. I want a new Viva Pinata game. That's rare, isn't it? Yeah. Is that rare? They're doing Sea of Thieves, sir, and maybe Killer Instinct at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, but Rare doesn't own the IP, so I mean, they could actually get anybody to do it. The game. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. This is so. This is Party Animals, which Scotty mentioned. I thought this looks insane fun, and yeah, um, we can move on actually because. There's so I can just keep talking about the Microsoft ones. I actually thought this was my favorite ones. They showed a lot of games. Uh, God damn you! They showed a lot of great games. They also showed some really good footage of some of them. Like I, I thought the flight Microsoft Flight Simulator. I've actually got that on PC, but the Xbox Series X version looked insanely good to me, and so did Forza, yeah. the new Forza Horizon. I thought looks beautiful. Like I was like, damn, that's actually really good graphics. Um, so those are some. What you were saying about Halo before, like how Halo visually just doesn't look that amazing those are two games i looked at and went whoa that actually look basically real like real life to me i was like bloody hell those are this is this is where the next gen is coming to play i think um but yeah let's yeah, um forza forza will forever be the baseline for the graphics on an xbox console yeah fair enough <laughs> so yeah and so uh, until master chief's armor sweats like those cars mm-hmm. i don't know yeah um and one other game i was very excited for was outer worlds 2 which i I love the original outer worlds that's such a fun game it's to me it's like a good version of fallout i've never been into fallout games shoot me i i played i played through fallout 3 most of fallout 4 and i was just like i don't don't enjoy them that much i don't know why uh but yeah those are very different games that you're comparing though like the 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 style the the um idea wait is outer worlds the one that repeats itself what do you mean by repeats itself oh well then that's a no then i'm thinking of a different game okay. is that outer uh, wilds uh, maybe um outer worlds is it's similar to fallout oh, but it's, it's yeah. all in jumping into like different planets and things like that yeah so, so it's oh maybe i'm thinking of another game then it's it's basically like as um Kind of like Fallout, but in space, where you're on different planets and stuff, um, yeah. and you have side missions and stuff, and you know, um, I think that's the best. The easy way for me to explain it is it's Fallout. That's fine. But I don't in the know. Future. Fallout in space. Uh, we can move Fallout on. Fallout in space. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's move on. line up the next video. Um, so the next one is actually the Square Enix presentation. Do we want to go through that one or? 
What do we think? Boy, howdy. They just go. This is the one. Yeah. Was I on this with someone who did this? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is me and you. Graham, I definitely right? watched this one. I did not. And or I think I did. Did I? This one was after Maybe. the Xbox one, basically. I was in the chat anyway. I probably watched this one because it was just like, we get it. There's a Guardians game coming out because mm. 20 minutes of this presentation was Guardians. And I'm sure we it's going to be a fine game, but holy <laughs> shit. I have nothing more to say about this, It's but they did yeah. show a lot. I I would say I don't think I would have started with this, mm-hmm. but I don't know. But they, it, they do get really heavy in a Final Fantasy, though. I will say okay. that. So I'm not, fam- I'm not familiar with the comic books at all, but are these characters more reminiscent of the comic book? Uh, version of the characters, or because like, they look know. they look different. Other than like Groot and Rocket, they the the other characters look different to their movie counterparts, basically. Right. Well, because yeah, they're not going to their comic book characters. Yeah, I mean they're not going to pay millions of dollars for Chris Pratt. His face. Yeah, but they're so why. they're so different. They could have been vague, like like Captain Jack Sparrow doesn't look exactly like Johnny yeah. Depp, but he looks similar enough that if I saw him, I'd go. That's Captain Jack Sparrow. Without Star Lord's face mask on, I wouldn't have known that Star Lord. I just like right. You know, I wouldn't have known that's Drax. I wouldn't have known um, Skamora. I don't know who these. Uh, I wouldn't know who those people are. <laughs> basically, because <laughs> they look nothing like the movie, and because I'm just not familiar with the comic books. But I don't know. I don't even think they look like that in the comic books. I could be wrong though. Like. Yeah. Uh, so TJ, TJ says, says in the chat that yep, <laughs> it's, you you say it, you say it, sir. Uh, the comic versions are vastly different from the movie, and apparently Rocket Raccoon now has cybernetic limbs. Yeah, I mean ah. Venom, Agent Venom was part of the Guardians of the Galaxy at one point, so it's I they've been around for a well, while. Venom is in Spider Man Venom, or yeah, wow, okay, nice. Comics go places, and nobody ever dies. Yep, that's true. But so just very quickly, TJ, do you know if those those are like the comic book characters there or are they just completely different to both movie and comic book? So what did you guys think of the Square Enix one other than the Endless Guardian stuff, which is I'm trying to scroll through. And yeah, it's literally 20 minutes of Guardian stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I enjoy the Life is Strange games, so... It's neat that they're getting remastered, but also hilarious that they even tried to like do the screen wipe of like, this is how better the graphics look. And I'm like, that's funny. And I know what you're trying to do, but also they can't make that game look more realistic because then it loses its style of that game and how those characters mm-hmm. look. So it yeah. was hilarious, but you know, otherwise I don't, nothing else really. Okay. Oh, TJ's just confirmed they're closer to the comic characters from the mid two thousands that the Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you for confirming that. All yeah. right. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, um, Chris, JRPGs. Like, was anything from the Square Enix that interested you? Um, personally, like the Legend of Mana, that's coming out here really soon. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of Final Fantasy stuff. Oh, uh, God, obviously, yeah. they didn't show the Final Fantasy uh, like part two. That uh, Final Fantasy Seven Part Two that people were looking forward to, but I still think that they showed a, a lot of good Final Fantasy stuff. I'm looking to was it uh, Final Fantasy Origins? Is that the one that's like uh, based on the original game that uh, they're looking 
to to redo. That looked really cool. Yeah, I'm all on board with that. It's like an the action original... spin-off um or something of of the of the original or something like that. Yeah, and I, I the original is one of my all-time favorite Final Fantasy games. Uh, one of my all-time favorite RPGs is the one that I kind of cut my teeth on as a little kid and mm. uh, introduced me to a lot of the the fundamentals of what a kind of modern RPG was at the time, uh, and I, it just pulled me in. So being able to go back and and experience that in a more current, uh, you know, kind of wrapping is awesome, and I'm all on board there. So that was my one of the my biggest ones from uh, the, the Square show is okay. definitely Final Fantasy Yeah, I um, have to admit I wasn't hugely interested in the Square stuff. Um, actually, this, is, this has got the Life is Strange bit that, that Scotty was talking about, um, where they do the, the, the screen wipe at one point. Look how much cr- more crisp it is and blah, 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 blah. It's in yeah. HD. Fall, that's the new uh, Platinum Games one. Yes. Yeah. Look at that in a second. Um, is this? Cool? I, you don't have to show anything on? of Life is Strange. I just yes. want to see that. Oh, probably. Sc- there we go. Screen wipe. <laughs> like, and they're shading now. They're they're slightly darker than they were before. Ray tracing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, ray uh, tracing in in Life is Strange. They've got yeah. it. Oh man, it's uh, it's just a dude named Ray, and he's just tracing. It's like Ray's tracing. Mm-hmm. Where is the? Thing from oh that's right no i didn't watch this because i remember now that chris said that uh his um his your 19 year old daughter or something enjoys it and i was like confirm i'm a 19 year old these games <laughs> something like that yeah i mean they my uh caitlin she's 21 elliot's 19 but they they're their whole group of friends are all into these games and right i just I, like like the, they're games oh. that rachel and i can play because we just hand off the and it's a very uh, laid-back experience. So, cool. yeah, fair enough. So the, right now they're showing Babylon's Fall, which is the Plastic Games' latest game. This this did interest me. I actually, yeah, I tell a lie. This game actually did interest Platinum. me. Um, Legend of Mana interests me a little bit as well because I've never actually played the 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 series any of the series without. That should look really cool. Uh, Babylon's Fall looks quite interesting, but other than that, I'm not hugely into Final Fantasy, so I'm not that bothered. Um, although I might look at the remasters because they're coming out on Steam and I'm hoping they might be cheap. Um, they showed off a lot of like mobile games and stuff as well, like a Hitman mobile game, a Nier mobile game and stuff, yeah. which I'm just like, it's not, I'm still not into mobile gaming. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to keep rolling? Yeah. Also, we, you got to keep in the thing I'll say about that is Square Enix is, is a Japanese company and mobile is basically consoles in Japan. So, you know yeah fair enough anyway anyway um we'll very quickly go over this one but if you didn't see it there was uh take two did a a panel basically take two interactive um where they showed no games at all no games were shown at all and um this sort of got a lot of youtube and sort of twitter and stuff up in arms a little bit they did always say there was going to be a panel um but i feel like it wasn't hugely communicated properly because what we basically witnessed was a zoom call um like it's basically like going onto a company zoom call meeting um the thing is though they actually had a very important topic to talk about so it was about diversity and inclusion within the games industry and yeah it's 
I think a lot of people were very upset because they wanted to see games. They didn't really want to see people just chatting about this sort of topic, even though it's a very important topic. Um, I mean, we, we were discussing it ourselves as, as, because we were kind of expecting, like a lot of people, there might be some games being shown. So Chris and I were on this one. We were discussing it. We're like, is this the right place to talk about this? Like, cause E3 is more about the games and stuff. But then we were like, but when would be the right time? Cause it's a gaming event. This is a crucial thing towards the games industry. Surely this is the perfect time to talk about it. Um, but so yeah, we, we're not, we're not necessarily ones to say, say what's right and what's wrong on this, but we were thinking there could have been possibly a better way to do it, like the best way to present this, um, this topic. They, they could have like pre-recorded some stuff and sort of spoken about some of the hot topics, maybe at a Q and A at the end or something. I don't know, but they, I feel like they could have presented us a better way, which would have been more engaging to a lot more gamers and, Hopefully, maybe some of the, you know, YouTube wouldn't have gone a bit crazy about it. Because I can understand people on YouTube going, why aren't there any games? But some of the YouTube comments were just, you know, there were not unnecessary YouTube comments out there, you know, just horrible, hate, hateful stuff that, you know, the vile that people spit out on the internet for no reason, um, which was a bit bad. And we saw a lot, we saw like several thousand people dropping off the YouTube uh, live stream and stuff as well, which was, and it's getting lots of negative likes, which is pretty bad. But um, what did you guys think? Scotty, did you see this one at all? or were you, No, nope, I didn't watch it at all. Okay, there we go. Um, so, Chris, what did you? What, what was your thoughts and you know, feelings on it, I guess? I still want to figure out like how this was communicated to everyone because it seems like a lot of people went into this expecting that they were going to see some GTA you know, gameplay. <laughs> yeah. um, it was not that. And so I want to just go back because the way we looked at it is we were just looking at the E3 schedule. We're like, hey, let's look at down this schedule. Of, and these are when the companies are going to be showing their games. Uh, as we went back and looked at it, it did say take two interactive panel. But that it doesn't it didn't have any sort of explanation as to what it was. So hmm. I went in expecting like many of the people on the YouTube were expecting to see gameplay footage just like every other company. That's what I was expecting to see. That's why we were streaming it. And so from that standpoint, I was kind of upset because I felt like this as a games journalist, when I come here to uh, to cover and provide coverage of a company's uh, press conference or show, uh, I expect to be able to see content and in games that I am there to cover and report on uh, to for my organization. Uh, and so if I went there, even if this was live or whatever, especially if it was live, and I went there expecting to see this and it was this instead, I would be pretty upset as a journalist in there because I'm there to do a job. I'm not here coming here to to listen to a panel, no, no matter what the topic is about. I'm there to do a job about like video games. And so I would have been upset if this was like a real event that I got felt like I was kind of not duped into, but I was just maybe... I, I I didn't have all the information going in there. I probably would have just been like, you know what, this isn't this is not what I thought it was. I'm just going to get up and walk out. <laughs> I'm not going to make a big deal about it. That's what I would do. Uh, and so if I were a regular viewer, uh, rather than commenting uh, on YouTube about all the stupid stuff, I would just close the butt. The, the yeah, I, I would do something else. Yeah, watching it virtually, it's even easier to leave. You just be like, there's no one to notice you walking away. You can just go. Right. X button, click that. Yeah. Um, you don't need to leave horrible, yeah. hateful messages on a company's YouTube, which, um, huh. yeah. As we say, they were talking about a, it's a quite a hot topic and it's quite an important topic in the industry. 
I can understand people were a bit annoyed or maybe a little bit upset. Oh, there's no games because I feel like it wasn't communicated properly, but there's no need for that. You could just go, oh, this isn't for me. This is not the stream for me. I'm going to go away. Bye. Uh, it seems happen. like, I mean, it, it, it's a, what you guys were saying, it's an important and a great message, but E3 is not the place for it. Like maybe start your presentation with this and then go into some games, but it's yeah. kind of weird unless they communicated it earlier. It is kind of weird now that I, it is important stuff, but yeah, that doesn't make sense. This would this would make sense if it was like E3 in 96 was for stockbrokers and stuff, you know? Or, or something this seems like it's maybe. usually a, a, a type of show that you get when you go to like MAGFest or too many games. You'll see something like this. It's or even panel. like maybe GDC. It's, yeah, exactly. It's a panel. Um, and it's just with E3 being what it is, it's just the expectations of of what these companies have set and really what E3 has set when they come to watch these things. So I think that's where you are getting the bulk of uh the the negative reaction is because people are feeling like what the hell is this? This isn't what you know I signed up to come and look at. Uh, yeah. And so I think that's where you get a lot of that. Now people are <clears throat> are behaving like assholes mm. and saying shit that's entirely inappropriate and that's never okay. Yeah. I think I feel like it was communicated to some of like the news outlets and stuff. So I think it was GameSpot actually had an article saying, just to let you know, the Take-Two Interactive thing is not going to show GTA or any games and stuff. But I didn't actually see that until after it happened. Um, so I'm not sure how many people got to see that. And I don't know how many other publications actually talked about it because that's the only one I really found. So they knew there was going to be a panel talking about diversity and stuff. Um, but yeah, it seems like most of the internet didn't expect it. Um, but yeah, it's um, and Scotty, it's not a case that I well, I feel like I don't know if I misspoke earlier. I don't think it's a case that E three is necessarily the wrong place to talk about it. Um, like because it's a game games event, this is a games topic, as it were. I think, but what you said is they could have done it in a slightly different way. They could have sprinkled some games in there, or or as I sort of said before, they could have pre-recorded it and had like a proper full-on presentation with. You know, then talking about diversity, but like showing off game footage in the background and like looking at off Although, like, people working in the office. We made a funny point in the stream that it would be super weird for Take Two to show gameplay footage. Now, whether it's before or after this thing, because I think maybe think about this. Imagine <laughs> them showing this and then showing gameplay footage of like the next GTA game where you're like beating up people, causing all like. <laughs> beat up women and shoot people it's like it's totally weird because you have this company that has one of the most like like games that allow you to offensive. do some of the like fucked up shit um, one of the most and offensive now games right and now you have this company um that's leading this panel all about diversity and inclusion and lgbtq th- and it's just it's a weird uh it's it's like you you can't do both, man. You can't yeah. put forth well. this game where you're, you're pushing. And I don't know. It's 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 well, something that I don't want to. It's not my job to answer these questions. I just <laughs> yeah. throw it out there. Like, they do. It. Well, they 2K does a lot of games, too. Like people were saying, oh, we're going to get the new Bioshock news or something, too. So there, it's just, yeah. yeah. They do have a lot, um, don't they? <laughs> yeah they do they i i realized that when i was looking up like what does 2k make and it's just fum, 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 like borderlands bioshock gta you know mm. yeah yeah but yeah we uh we don't need to dwell on this any longer but yeah it's a, it's a weird situation that we came across and it seems like most of the internet did is but um 
yeah, I hope um, I hope some people out there watching and were interested in it because it's quite, you know, it was a hot topic and quite important. But yeah, interesting one from Take Two. Um, I've seen a lot of articles since published, sort of going, "What the hell was that?" Basically, what what were Take Two thinking? So yeah, and um, the next one, the next one we're going to move on to is limited run games, which I actually don't have the video lined up for, so I'm gonna have to quickly try and do that in the background. You guys talk amongst yourselves. We'll talk. Uh, so yeah, I put this one in there kind of the last minute because it did happen in between this and the next one we're going to discuss that's Capcom. Um, limited run games does an, and what that means is they just basically announce all the games in the coming year physical, uh, this year they had mega 64 produce it. So it's uh sort of weird humor, not weird humor, but it's just, it's their humor. So I very much enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, I love limited run games. We've, we've done stuff with them before. They're good people overall. But, uh, for those that have no idea, limited run games does limited runs of games that don't normally have a physical edition or they have, they've recently started to do like bring back Sega CD games that you can actually play on. Scotty, you keep us, you console, but, game. <laughs> uh, they keep I, bringing back Sega CD my... games and then they use the one. <laughs> Uh, which will bring up, it'll be, they didn't announce a Sega CD game, but it'll be relevant to announce. Pretty crazy if you think about it. So, um, Chris, did you end up watching this? I've, I didn't, have not watched the full thing, but I've gotten like videos of, of dirt certain games. And I did get to see yeah. uh, the plumbers don't wear ties, which I was super excited about that, which is so weird because I, you guys, I've showed you guys a few months ago. I just bought that game. <laughs> Probably within the last six months. Uh, and it's just weird that uh, they went and did this, which is awesome. I guess they bought the rights to the game. They own like the I'm rights. I'm sure it wasn't game, that expensive. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't. And it, it's probably probably cheaper than the fucking game. Um, probably. And, uh, but no, it's, it's kind of cool. I like that. Um, obviously, Zombies Ate My Neighbors is one of my big ones because I've been talking about that for fucking forever. And I know... And I've been saying it for so long. This is a game. It makes so much sense to come back and, and look at again. And I'm so excited yeah. that, that they're doing that. And to your point, Scotty, what you're saying is that uh, sometimes they come back and do actual like Sega CD ports and stuff of these games. They're doing that with Zombies Ate My Neighbors too. So you can get a Super Nintendo or a Genesis uh, um, part of those. Yeah. Actually, Graham, do you want to bring up what that collector's edition is that they announced since Chris mentioned the cartridge? I can certainly try to. That's uh Okay. That's, that's um up. well I'll talk about it while you're doing that because I was streaming last night and we were talking about it because TJ was in the chat as well and we were like, which edition are we at? But the the one thing I wanted to bring up uh was that they're doing it's pre orderable today. It's not like you don't have only this limited time, but there is sort of a limited window. Um but they are doing cartridges of uh Zombies Ate My Neighbors and then Ghoul Patrol that was the sequel Super Nintendo only. Um, we looked up while I was streaming. I was like, let's see how much those games go for the alternate variant of ghoul patrol or of zombies. Ate my neighbors on super Nintendo. The PAL version is over $800 is what people are asking for, for it. What? So this edition that they're doing for PS4, which it's both games, zombies and ghoul for 35 bucks. And then there's a crazy collector's edition. Uh, click on either any of the premium ones. Uh, then click on one of the $100 ones or the 90 or 
hundred dollars. Um, I'm seeing like four hundred forty nine dollars and yeah. Keep, go to the other ones. Um, the other ones. Go to like uh, oh, this one. one more over. Yeah, that one. This one. Um, Switch. Okay. Oof. Yes. So that one. Click on the bigger picture, and you'll see. Uh, can I in... the crazy edition that you can oh. get one of them that has like steelbook and all that stuff. Oh, but this is what the fans want. You got a sound, you got a steelbook, you got a super soaker machine gun. Um, and uh, so that's fun. Cause that's both games. And then go back and check out one of those cartridges. Uh, they've got green variants of the Genesis slash mega drive. You can either do a green and then for super Nintendo, you can do a or a green or a gray, which all look cool. Um, I like the red one because, but yeah, like actual cartridges that you can plug into your console. Wow. So this is one of the things that they announced. That is cool. Um, so, so that's pretty exciting. Um, so those are pretty cool, and I am insane, and I'm probably four version, but I have been debating hard, like. I kind of want Google Patrol because that's not something you'll ever get for a reasonable price, probably at this point. Um, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors is a fun game. We don't need to talk about it this. Oh shit! They yeah, announced the takeovers thing, coming but... to Switch and PS4. Yeah, that's awesome. We, we uh, there's that plenty in the magazine. Um, this... yeah, the the. Uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering if the Genesis version works on PAL machines. It should. I don't see why it wouldn't. They, the cartridges actually have a physical difference in the between the Genesis and Japanese and uh, me, you know European Mega Drives. There was an actual physical difference in them, like that. So when you slot it in, some of them didn't work or something. But yeah, I think it's possible to make it that they would work on all of them. So, um, hmm. is there anything else in limited run you guys want to talk about before we move on? Oh hell yeah, uh, I could talk about this all day. Like Graham could talk about Microsoft all day. Yeah, um, uh... but. Some other like big things. Um, Dusk is like another. It's a newer first-person shooter, but it is a very much the F- Duke Nukem 3D and you know the first Samurai Warrior and stuff. Uh, Strife they're also doing bunch of River River City Girl stuff. Um, River City Girl Zero, which is like a prequel or a demake almost. It's like an eight-bit brawler um, that they're releasing, and also all they did was show a quick thing of two that was cool um the anime ruby the grim eclipse game is getting a physical release which which is awesome a uh, bunch of shantae stuff i mm. i'm not a fan of the shantae series because i don't really like metroidvania stuff and that's what it is um shantae is metroidvania but for horny um <laughs> but i just uh i enjoy I the uh, cups oh yeah they're not bad i'm just being an asshole um but they're doing uh, Contra, the anniversary collection of I am definitely getting because I love Contra. Uh, and there's a double dragon brawler bundle thing. Castlevania, Rondo of Blood is the. That's what I was talking about before. They're doing a Turbo Duo physical release, like the CD that you put in your. So, Chris, you probably have one of those, right? I don't have a Turbo Duo, no. <laughs> the one time. Um, yeah, but that's kind of nuts that they're releasing a Turbo Duo game, um, like the CD version of it. Uh, other ones, Takeover is awesome. Which one is that for what game? Uh, it is uh, the Castlevania Rondo of Blood. That was on Turbo <laughs> Duo, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Um, and the other one I'll mention is Skatebird, 
like right. flying yeah. birds, like tweet tweet birds, because that's straight up Tony Hawk. But instead of him, it's birds and it's lo-fi music and you uh, can't actually bail in it. So you can't um, mess up your moves and stuff. It's a very chill skateboarding game. Fun. It's cool because it looks like it's kind of like Toy Commander mixed with Tony Hawk and birds. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Anytime Grant can talk out Toy Commander, he'll do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that so was the, their big final announcement was Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Goddamn hilarious, because that is literally a PowerPoint, probably super offensive and has not aged well, but it's hilariously bad. And I am excited to. I don't know if I can stream that. I don't know if that's a. Sh- but I'm excited to play it. I. I'm, yeah. I because I, I feel like this wasn't released in the UK, I, I still don't know what it is. Oh, um, I doubt it. It's um, it's not. It's just a very kind of raunchy FMV game. It's, excellent. It's, let's, really, it's very. Poor let's take acting. a second to thank James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. Probably like eighty percent of the reason that this is even happening. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Wow. Limited run games, baby. Mm, okay. So have they actually enhanced this at all, or is it just okay? Well. There we go. No idea. No idea. Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff coming up from limited nice. run games, and I'm excited. Did you see, uh, that Retromania physical edition, Chris? I I still haven't picked that one up yet. Um, Is that the one you played at too many games? It's been at too many games. Yeah, it's been there for okay. a couple years. So gotcha. Hmm. Good stuff. Um, next, next, next. I think it's the. Capcom showcase, I believe, is next. Which yeah, with the lady in prison. Oh my god! I didn't have anything to say about this at all. Yeah, so this no. Honestly, the thing that the thing that really stuck with me and has haunted me for a few days, basically a week, is the lady host person who's going to show up in a second. Hopefully, she coming up. Yeah, because uh, she it, for the whole presentation she's like smiling maniacally at the camera and just gesticulating with her hands a little bit like doing this with her hands and it just keeps looking forward in the same way and they keep having the cameras like cut to the side slightly but she's still looking forward and it's just kind mm-hmm. of i don't know it's just there's almost like someone's got a gun to her head saying you will smile you will smile as you do this presentation and yes yeah, she's got claire's jacket yeah. on um, she basically kind of semi-dressed Semi cosplay like Claire, basically. Yeah, it's like a casual Claire cosplay or something. There's the, there's the, there's the camera angle. I don't know if you just saw it there. They're always, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like what Catcom did with this. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Scotty, there was anything that you really stuck out for you for this one? Sorry, my. Um, I wasn't. Ex- I just finished Resident Evil Village, so I was like, oh, it'd be cool if they show off some DLC literally only said we are working on dlc <laughs> and eventually reverse will come out um and there was a bunch of monster hunter stuff you're excited for the ace of- but otherwise this wasn't a this isn't didn't blow anyone away which is kind of it's interesting because capcom has some of the best-selling series out there right now with resident Evil. um but this presentation was sort of home home i thought overall yeah i wasn't i wasn't overly excited by it i guess uh it's interesting yeah. they had resident evil 8 village they had reverse the multiplayer thing they had monster hunter rise and monster hunter stories 2 uh monster hunter stories 2 intrigued me um because i like the idea of the monster hunter games but i'm not really into sort of 
um, those sort of online games that much. I, li- I like PSO, but I don't know. I never really got into the Monster Hunter series, but the story... No, me neither. Monster Hunter story kind of interests me because it's a storyline to it. And as we know, as I've mentioned a few times, I like a good story. Um, so maybe I'll play that. Maybe I'll look into that something. It could be kind of cool. You, I don't know if it's going to be... I mean, Monster Hunter, you got to play with people. Yeah. It's it's fun on your own. I mean, it's fun, but on your own, it's a lot more difficult. Mm. Uh, so... I don't know if stories is emphasizing a single player thing though or not, but uh, yeah, I'll look into um, that. Um, and then, yeah, they had the great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which is part of the, um, yeah, the, the, oh God, I forgot what they're called now. Um, ah, what's the, what's the, what's the original franchise called? Uh, Video the, games. What? Damn it. <laughs> the, what? Well, I guess they are just called. I guess they're just called the Ace Attorney games, aren't they? You know, what's, I, what the fuck sure. are they called? I think I, so. I how do you know really what they're talking about, Chris? What what are they called? Tell me. Phoenix Wright, the Phoenix Wright games. You... Bloody hell! Yes, yeah, the Phoenix. Oh, okay. I didn't part... know that's what you were looking for. Sorry. God damn it! <laughs> There's kind of it's it's like a spin off of the Phoenix Wright style games. It's it's that kind yeah. of game basically, but it's very different. It's kind of set in. Oh, I, th- I think it's set in like past times it seems like a older style thing and the it's they've very annoyingly called the the main guy oh, not sherlock holmes but herlock sholmes um which was just like yep. it's too on the nose i think i think it's too on the nose but yeah it's i'm interested though i like these games i think they're very fun they're very very different and yeah so that's kind of that was kind of Capcom. Really. They basically showed off like four games in total. Yeah, had, had the creepy Claire cosplayer person just smiling at the camera constantly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, let's should we move on quickly? Let's move on swiftly yeah. to the next Do one. Do it. Let's line up the next, the next bad boy, which is Nintendo. So, yeah, Nintendo had a pretty decent presentation. So I think they had the second largest um, reveal So behind Microsoft. Well, they basically one. just focus on Guardians of the Galaxy mostly. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they showed off about 27 different games. Uh, again, some of them are just like talk about DLC or, you know, sequels and stuff. They didn't really have any... I don't think they had a single brand new IP, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're all That's literally the thing. sequels. It's like, <laughs> it was a, a lot of it is no, no, not at all. I guess not. Um, I don't have much to say about Nintendo, so I'll get my opinions out first because I'm over here in my corner thinking I didn't care that much. That's me. That's my stuff. Uh, not a, it's a lot of ports, like revamps, and um, I will say, uh they are doing a lot of things with IPs that people are excited for and like bringing back old ones that haven't seen stuff in a while. And that's what Sega needs to do. <laughs> uh, just listen to your goddamn fans. Yeah. Um, I feel like this bit, one that... thing I will say very positive is oh. I love all of their smash intros. Every character. Mm-hmm. It's a mm. fun little movie to watch. Like I don't even care about, her, but it was just cool and entertaining to watch. They are very much on the pulse of what is going on with gamers and stuff and it shows with that 
uh, with those videos. So yeah, so I, I do. Th- it's kind of interesting. The um, the most exciting bit for I think last when we were watching it on the show was was the introduction of uh, Kaz Kazura uh, from Tekken being introduced into Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. which is what we're watching now. Because at the start, if you saw that, basically you see this person carrying Ganon from the Zelda franchise and throw them off a cliff, yeah. basically. And it was just like, whoa, what the, what the hell's going on? And yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just basically introducing the DLC. And it's quite funny, um, this, what they did. It's quite cool, the way he's just throwing off all the characters. And <laughs> um, but Kirby survives, as he should. Damn right. Yeah, we were like, no, not Kirby. And then, yeah, <laughs> that was good. Um, they spoke more about... Uh, An- Antichrist lost his shit, which oh, we yeah, will post did. that clip later on. That's Antichrist funny. was... He lost it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they showed off a bit of um, more of the Life is Strange stuff because that's coming to Switch. Um, so they've got Life is Strange remastered and Life is Strange. I've just called the name of it now. The, something Colors or something. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I mean, Kinda, what did you find interesting about it, Graham? Well, the that, whole that, thing. The whole thing. I was interested in Worms. So they've got a new Worms right. game coming out. Where's Where's the Worms game? So more Guardians of Galaxy. Don't care about that. Worms Rumble. There we go. It's so it's th- it's basically in three D. Well, it looks like it's in three D, and it's live action rather than turn based Worms action. It's you know oh. real time, real time Worms. You said live action. I was like, they got real Worms. <laughs> Sorry, live action, real time action. They got real worms and we filmed them fighting. It's great. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one I'm really interested in. Also, Super Monkey Ball remastered. Um, yeah. Very That's interested cool. in that. And they got the new um, Mario Party, um, which quite interesting. Because, yeah. Sort of. I, I mean, think it, well, they're just adding mini games, right? Or whatever. It's not my, a new my, Mario Party oh, game. Oh, my understanding is it's a new, it's technically a new Mario Party game, but they've taken boards and mini games from the previous entries in the franchise, if that makes sense. I guess. Oh, well, that's not a new game. That but yeah. Again, it's more remakes and like ports of stuff. Yeah, although I guess it's not, they're not like, it's not like they've released the whole games of all of them. It's like they've taken. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I don't know. It's kind of a new entry because they called it Mario Party Superstars. So I don't know. It's I know it sounds like it's like a compilation of probably tables and puzzles from all the different games rolled mm, into one. Right. I think that's yeah. what it sounds like. Uh, but speaking of mini game party games, though, WarioWare is coming back. They got more oh, yeah. WarioWare, so that should be fun. WarioWare is happening. Stuff. Um, but the big thing was Metroid, definitely. Yes, yeah, so they got a new Metroid game, um, which is not Metroid Prime Four. It's Metroid Dread, and it's going to be a 2D, you know, 2.5D uh, game. Which, I think it looks, I think it looks kind of cool. Um, sounds yeah, like I'm, I'm not into Metroidvania, but it's got the Nemesis system going on with someone constantly hunting. Cool, and oh, just, more yeah. games can adapt to. I think should try to adapt to. Yeah, I think this is Nintendo saying, "Hey." We're not going to have the next Metroid Prime ready. So here you go. Here's yeah, Metroid Dread. You guys like, y'all wanted Metroid Dread. Here you go. You got it. So don't ask us about Metroid Prime until we're yeah. ready to talk about it. Yeah. Because I guess Metroid, the series, has never sold that well. So fans should be happy they're getting anything because it's not a lucrative series for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've i never been into them. It's cool, though. I, I honestly kind of want the amiibo of any of the the white robot that's after you the whole time but uh yeah 
Freeze yeah. Blast looks fun. I just played that game in real life in an arcade. Oh, does the Switch have a, 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 a steering wheel? Though? Uh, I don't know. Does, I feel like I always love using an actual steering wheel with the cruising games. It just doesn't feel the same. I mean, I think uh, you could probably get a steering wheel thing that you USB. put the Switch in that you go like this with. You know, oh, like that would be fun too. Uh, <laughs> that would be they, cool. They exist. They, they not exist. one of those shitty Mario Kart ones. That that's what I'm saying. I think like, that's what you no, can get. <laughs> no, not like a Happy Meal fucking... <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, no, there is a $100 best one at Best Buy. It's the Nintendo Switch Mario Kart Racing Wheel Pro Deluxe by Holy oh God. I have like three minutes before I have to get rolling. Okay, um, right. Better, you better okay, buy that what, wheel. What did you guys like from Nintendo? Because, um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I think they were fine. I, I, nothing really jumped out at me other than Monkey Ball, to be honest. Um, and kind of Breath, the Breath of the Wild too. But I'm hesitant on that because I've got controversial opinions about Breath of the Wild. Well, actually, this Dragon Ball uh, Z game, Cruising Wario, and for me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Chris. Chris. The Astria Cine game looks pretty cool. Uh, that actually, I guess, Astria is how Kira Chronicles composer is attached to that, and it, it looks more of like an old school Final Fantasy game. Uh, visually, I thought that looked really cool. Cruising Blast, like I said, looks awesome. Uh, we did get some Atlas stuff with the Shin Megami Tensei Five. Uh, they showed yeah. some of that, which was mm-hmm. cool to see. Um, I mean, overall, Met- Metroid Dread was the thing that I came out looking like, wow, that actually looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Sega showed Two Point Campus. Um, but other than that, those are the, my, my main points. I thought it was overall a, a decent showing. I think Nintendo has some big stuff. They like This is not Nintendo showing all its cards. Like Nintendo's got some big stuff up its sleeve that they're just not ready to, to announce yet uh, with the new like Switch and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so... I don't think what we're seeing now is at all what the capabilities are might going to be with the new one. And so I'm thinking like once we see that, it might blow us all away even more. And imagine what the new Breath of the Wild could look like uh on the new Switch Pro mm, or whatever the fuck. That'd be interesting. So, yeah. So yeah. I think there's I think there's a lot of intrigue coming out of this Nintendo show, even when uh, you may not think it on the surface. There's some stuff going on there that's, I think, pretty cool. I love yeah. that everyone. Uh, uh, shout outs also. There's a they're bringing a Fatal Frame game over here that wasn't released. Play, but uh, I think it's oh, funny yeah. that everybody's like Nintendo won E3. I'm like Nintendo showed Nintendo game. That's not. They did what everyone wanted. That doesn't mean they won. But there's a lot of quality games coming out. Yeah, I. I, I think they did fine, but I don't think that for me they didn't win. But you know, win as it were. But, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think they did fine for Nintendo. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. They mm, showed Breath of yeah. the Wild. They kept their fans happy, and uh, they kept intrigue going. Uh, you know, into the future for their next hardware iteration for the Switch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Shame we didn't see any new Switch Pro mm. or much more of Zelda Breath of the Wild. But they showed enough of it. I think people were like, oh. Because you said the sky, you know how you can go into sky and stuff now. It's like that's a good that's a good little step up. Um, so yeah, I guess um, let's we can wrap this bad boy up now. I guess because that's kind of the main ones we've gone through. Um, yep. Do we do do you want to very quick quickly say what your favorite presentation was and your worst presentation was? Sure. I what? <laughs> Maybe I'll say Ubisoft is my favorite. 
Okay. Uh, and I think Capcom is the shittiest one. I'm not. I'm not. I, Take Two is an easy uh, one, but I I feel like I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the ones that actually showed games. And Capcom, I don't think he did enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Scotty. Uh, my favorite was Devolver because they have the style. I think Square Enix was the worst because they could not separate the time adequately. That like Guardians is probably going to be a good game, but I'm fucking tired of it already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and of course, limited run. Who are we? Like, of course, I like limited runs the best. I'm just going to buy everything they sell me forever. So, but Devolver, <laughs> everybody go watch Devolver. And Tommy Tello is goddamn insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think from my side, my favorite was, as you probably guessed, it was the Xbox one. I, I thought that was just brilliant. Yep, it's sir. like an hour and a half of constant game footage, and most of it is stuff I actually was interested in. Well, they were good. good. They respected yeah. your time. They fucking flew through stuff. They showed you everything. So yeah. mean, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, Dolphin Quest, game of the show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for me, Xbox is my favorite. I based most of the games I'd actually like to play. And then, yeah, I think I'm with Scotty on the worst one. I wasn't a huge fan of the Capcom one, but the Square one, literally yeah. most of those games I was like looking at going, I literally don't give a shit. Like, I don't care about this. So... Yeah, that's that's kind of my my hot take, as it were. Um, but I think um, there's a lot of good stuff. I showing. will say real quick. Iron Chef mentioned, "How would you rate Bandai Namco?" They showed literally told everybody it was going to be one game. I'm going to get that game because it's another choose your own adventure spooky thing. But yeah, I didn't actually see the Bandai Namco one. That's I had to step out. It's literally game. half an hour of just one game. It's not one of the the, the people that made the game uh, and uh, Book of oh, Shit. I don't remember the series. Hell, Chris, go ask Elliot. He probably knows. He's not here. <laughs> He's actually so, working for once. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, sadly, I'm. <laughs> oh, <it>. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, cool. So we don't have any more questions or anything in the chat, do we? At the moment, nope. I think we can wrap it up, guys. Yeah. I'll find someone to raid. Uh, Chris, if you need to book it, go ahead and book it. Yeah, I got to get going, boys. This was fun. I'm glad. Uh, hopefully, next year. We'll be at the real E3. Maybe. I'd like that. to go. Yep, Maybe so. we will. All right, guys. I'm going to punch good. Randy Pitchford in the face. That's why I want to go. <laughs> See you guys. Cool. Catch you later. Bye, Chris. Bye. We're still sticking around, though, guys. Graham and I Just are hanging out for minutes. a bit here still. Oh, the camera's um, are completely off. So let me... I think uh, I could fix that. Uh, it's... As E3, people last year had barely existed, and... Um, People are like, what's going to happen? E3's dead. I think they say that every year. Uh, now it's the Scotty Moe show. Thank you, everyone. Um, <laughs> but is, uh, wow. I I pray that E3 is physical next year. There was just like, I was, I was overwhelmed. I could not keep up. And we were trying to stream and everything and trying to cover as much as we could. But it's just, it was like we were there because it's like when you go to pack. And you like you hear a week later, like, oh, this game was announced at PAX. I didn't even Xavier Woods was there. What's happening? Who was there? What's going on? So it was just a lot. So they got to figure out what's going on. Um, but I, I didn't even catch the indie stuff through Gorilla Correct Collective, which is a shame. I think um, Oh, I didn't even mention it. Uh, there is a game that I'm looking forward to that was throughout the indie stuff called Paparazzi, which is literally Pokemon Snap. But you're taking oh, okay. pictures of dogs, and they're like the entitled goose game kind of style of uh, graphics. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, I, I love dogs. So, um, but 
I th- what do you like? How do you think E three has to progress from here, Graham? Like, what do you think they need to do? I I think I think in a way they do need to go back to being a physical event again. Um, I think I think it's fine to have stuff virtually though. Like, I feel like I feel like they could bring it back so that it's like the more the game media like journalism stuff at the live mm-hmm. events but more live streaming for the public basically give the public like their live access because i think for, like if it was back like it was back in the day like the gate like game media like journalists and stuff could actually get interviews with like developers and stuff and you know they can yeah, do more yeah. behind the scenes stuff which is really interesting coverage to see so if they could do that again so get that sort of more going i know that still does happen a little bit but do that and then like because most most consumers they just want to see what the games are basically they don't need to be at the event to do that anymore you know they can see these live announcements online very easily as they've sort of proven so i feel like they could do a hybrid almost which something i'd like to see basically well that's what nintendo has done because they haven't been at e3 for years they've done this direct where they've just handed somebody a flash drive or whatever and said this is <laughs> yeah. our presentation um i think i don't recall if they had a booth or a uh, floor space at the last e3 or not um so they've kind of gone to that already but also because it's like how expensive to just buy rent floor space for e3 or yeah. whatever but <clears throat> but it's still just as important i think um i can understand the hybrid thing but at the same time like no joke the most exciting I, I, being on the production side of stuff, and we all kind of are at Megavisions, but I love the live, like, mess-ups, the the bloopers and everything that happens, the mics on, still on when they're backstage or whatever, and just things going wrong, but still, hands down, the most exciting moment of E3 for me, it's crazy to say this, and I'm happy that Rachel was watching it with me, but was two years ago for Cyberpunk, after they debut Keanu Reeves in the game... And then he walks out on stage. I was like, what the fuck? Because I love Keanu Reeves, but it was just so fun. And like his reactions to the crowd, you know, like saying you're breathtaking and stuff like that. Like that's the stuff I love is the yeah. the live presentations and things like that. When things go sort of according to plan. Um, so that's why I do hope some of the shows are back and everything. They really don't need... They d- the thing that E3 does not need is a break in between every... And this is what Microsoft did, because they did have some devs in between videos and gameplay footage and stuff, but overall, it was just a constant stream of footage. Yeah. Um, and that's what the live shows need to be. We don't need... Uh, what is her name? Who's the host of Whose Lines in any way? Oh. And she used to basically be the E3 MC. You know who I'm talking about. Though, exactly. but like, Are you Tyler? Uh, is that I think so. But yeah. like... People need to hear from her after every game or whoever after every game, you know, stuff like that. So I think I think this E3 helped in a lot of ways to show that flow and style is important in a presentation. Um, Mm. So I agree that the hybrid method might work, but it needs to be physical again for the sake of smaller companies. It's not just for stockbrokers since they opened it up to the public. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. but um, overall, were you happy with the C3 or were you like... I think it was fine. There were there were a lot of hits and a lot of misses, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like, there's been pretty lackluster E3s. I mm. think, honestly, the last one outside of, like, Keanu Reeves, like, everybody was like, we've got new consoles coming out and there's 
barely any information coming out of this yeah. conference, you know? Yeah. And I, th- I think that's why I like the Microsoft one this time a lot, because in previous E3s, I haven't really enjoyed them that much, because I think for, the, for, uh, for Xbox fans and stuff, Microsoft hasn't really had many big games coming out this 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 year for well this this generation yeah. so far so this showed off some of the future games that people would get people excited about the console um which yeah it's cool like showing off some proper next generation stuff is like oh this this system will actually have some great games coming out come on so yeah um yeah they do need more of that right now just yeah. with the game with the new consoles that are out yeah, and most of them um, were Xbox launch exclusives that they showed off. So not total exclusives, obviously, but it's just kind of nice to still see them go. We we've, we're getting this first, everybody. Um, and there were a few exclusive yeah. titles they showed off as well. But yeah, uh, so that yeah. is true. Uh, well, I was trying to. Okay, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna hang out with. Uh, I found somebody playing Super Monkey Ball. Hey, Monkey Ball. Excellent. We were Perfect. talking about that for a good bit. So this is uh, the Walker. We'll go hang out with them, guys. Uh, be sure to give them some love as they are playing something that we were excited about. But overall, we'll do some quick plugs here. Uh, did I freeze or am I good, Graham? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Your camera got really pixelated, so I couldn't tell. Um, but no, we're going to go hang out with the Walker. Uh, as always, guys, if you scroll down and click on this magazine... You can hop on the Patreon. We got stuff coming up. We had a teaser for the next magazine. We got big announcements soon. We stream almost every day. Uh, so keep an eye on here on our Twitters. And I got, of course, we'll hit it one more time. Go ahead and hop in the Discord. Um, we've got reviews that just came out. Antichrist just reviewed a game that I forgot the name of. So plug. But go to the website, megavisionsmag.com. Awesome. Anything else, Graham? Um no, you can find us on all the social stuff that's around here. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And yeah, just uh, have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, thanks for watching and thanks for listening and be excellent to each other. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and raid the walkers. So hang out with them. Uh, Sonic's 30th birthday is coming up pretty Ooh. soon. So we got, I know I'll be streaming some stuff for it. What will happen? We'll see. Have a good weekend, everybody. Cheers. Peace. Honey, I gotta tell you about this sandwich.